Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter oh, yeah. the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. And that's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. Yeah. I'm Jeff propelled at all times. <laughs> How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example. And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think it's bullshit. The... <laughs> I think it's bullshit, too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. no. We're going to teabag fight. Yeah. Yeah. You heard of Junkyard Wars? No. Can I get another high five, Beavis? <laughs> now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Uh, I tell you what, everybody, uh, this is a show that I never thought I would have to do, uh, much less would ever materialize on the Brewing Network airwaves, podcast airwaves. Uh, it's a show about hazy beer. We have a hazy beer producer in, not in studio yet, but they're coming, they're here, they're here, they're actively here. Nice um, I feel, I feel like, uh, I don't know what I feel like. I feel weird about it um, because, you know, of all the things we've said about hazy beer, but uh, you know what, I, I kind of think they just don't care. Haven't the people asked us to stop talking about hazy beer? They have, Warren. Thank you very much for bringing that up. Uh, <laughs> they have. Let me blow my eardrums over a second. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes. And then now we have this show. Well, you're welcome, listeners. Right. We, we hear you. Uh, it's the uh, world-famous Bissell Brothers show, everybody. And I think you guys are going to have a good time. I think I might have a good time. I don't know. Uh, I'm excited, though, and I'm talking a mile a minute because I don't know where to go with the show in its entirety. I, uh, this is something <laughs> I'm not prepared for um, uh, as a brewer, as a consumer. Yes. Um, it would be like if I did a show on... Hmm, I don't even know. Um, Quantum physics. Right. Or I was going to say selling shoes, but that's where I go. <laughs> Whiskey or something. You know, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Close. Um, it's, uh, it's just something that I don't know anything about. Yeah. Other than I know I don't like it. I'm glad Eric decided to pop the door open for that. That was really helpful. Um, 
I don't know anything about it. I know that I don't like it, and it's not for me, and I question the whole reality of why it's popular. But maybe that's what's going to make a great show, because the uh, these guys are good. So we have Noah and uh, Hester. Me, Hester, thank you. I wanted to say Hermione, but my mind is, is scrambled right now. Are you nervous? I'm not nervous. I, I, We're so, going to be done soon, I can tell. We're going right. yeah, yeah, so first break coming up, everybody, you right th- at you. You may think you're listening to the show at 2X right now, but actually... <laughs> right. It's not. It's, it's not. One at, no, I had small claims court today. I talked about it on the last show. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it went weird. <laughs> okay. It went weird. I'll tell you about it in a second. Small weird claims. Uh, yes. <laughs> weird claims weird, court. Weird, yes. Uh, so we have Noah and Hester Bissell. Uh, Noah, of course, is the co-founder and the head brewer. Uh, and then Hester is the general manager. Um, and I don't know. Are they married or are they, they brother are and married. sister? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, our favorite, Mike Sardina. Uh, our, our little pocket Moby look-alike mm-hmm. man. Uh, he used to work at Societat. Societ. Yes, and then he probably moved. He moved across country to probably find a name that was easier to pronounce. And he did it. And he did it. Bissell yeah. is fairly simple to to do. Yes. Um, so we have Mike Sardina back in the studio. He's always a good time. Is he? Oh, there he is. is he? Oh, my God. He's handsome, too. Wow. He doesn't look much like Moby anymore. No, but he has like uh, he has this whole like farmer, like, uh, me- like what is it called? Metro farm, Metro Jack? Is that Lumber a thing? Lumbersexual. Lumbersexual. Uh, oh. There you go. Or it's just like, yeah, it's a thing. You think it's he's, Instagram it is account. a thing. I never saw one. You think he's done some deforestation? Well, yeah, I think he's been in Maine. Yeah, once you move to the west, to the east coast, man, you just, you got to kind of like your pants tighten. Mm-hmm. Your plaid mm-hmm. gets a little more. More like there, you get a beard. Like Your shoes all- get all leathery. <laughs> I think so. Um, anyway, this mess is brought to you by More Beer. Uh, as always, each and every show brought to you by MoreBeer.com. They have absolutely everything for you to uh, brew with to make fabulous, wonderful beer at home. Make great beer at home by going to MoreBeer.com. We talked about it before, of course, but they, uh, you know, I, I would have it here, but unfortunately it's not in my printout. But um, I do know that they have the Fermentosaurus conical that you can pressurize up to 35 PSI, which is amazing because for oh, yeah. years, honestly, working for them, we were trying to figure that out, and that's why people started fermenting in, in um, kegs. Yeah. You can pressurize them. Yeah, but I, they're not a great shape for ca- for fermentation, right? Um, so anyway, this is a thing. Someone solved this issue. Uh, so they have that. They have the Robo Brew, which is a one-step, mm-hmm. all-in-one process oh, yeah. uh, for brewing. So check them out, morebeer.com. They're always innovating. They're always pushing the boundaries, and they're making everything that's really cool available to y'all out there. I wish I had something pressurizable when I was home brewing, as far as fermenters go. Me too. You're still home brewing though. Yeah, but. Um, I don't use my... Okay, let's put it this way. I wish I used the thing that I have that's pressurizable for home brewing. Oh, But yeah. I just brew in a carboy. Okay. Because, I don't know, I feel like I'm Jamil right now. <laughs> I went back to carboys. They're easier. Mm-hmm. All right. Until you lose a hand. <laughs> I got another one. Oh, okay. It's fine. Back up. Uh, the great Kim Shimke is here, although I'm not sure why. So I could spread Christmas cheer. You, yes, I Kim. Brought you brought things. You brought things. Right. Uh, why are you here? What, what, what Christmas cheer did you bring? Because we're clearly lacking in that department. Well, first off, since we're all friends now, I brought us friendship no, bracelets. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm sorry, friendship wait, 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 bracelets. Are we ready to go to the next level? Wait a minute. I, I didn't. Are we ready for that? Huh? I feel well, like I'm. I'm. I'm playing. Well, I'm playing Stardew Valley. You're trying because we were friends. <laughs> That's right. 
And I'm pretty sure I have a Christmas card coming to me from Warren, so oh, I think no. it's getting official. I just asked your address. I didn't say what it was yeah. for. So uh, I can make sure 100% Don't check not, my mail yet, either, so I shouldn't say anything. Right, right. right. Um, so we have friendship bracelets, yeah, because so it becomes, it's 1984. Yeah, they, like, activate, so once we all put them on and put Where our arms they? together, the powers that be, I put them here and someone put them away, because I know you don't want to actually wear them. <laughs> But we're gonna wear them. Huh. Okay. Uh, and what else did you for how long? Did you write <laughs> indefinitely, oh, Casey, until the universe has it fall off. All right. Uh, the, the last universe. time I was on, Warren nice. said he had never had key lime, which blew my mind. And I found out just before I got in here, Bevo hadn't either. Yeah. So I brought key lime tart for us all to enjoy, which is also green. So it's kind of what's, it's the, key, what's the difference between a tart <gasps> and a pie? Yeah. Guys, and you found the uh, yeah. I said I hadn't friendship had, bracelet. If, if you remember, I said I hadn't had key lime pie before, and you still won't. After well, you know this. what? Hopefully, yeah. only had a tart, and I am not scouring the entire Bay Area for you goons. So What's, you're gonna take the damn tart and enjoy it. First of all, it's Amazon. But what um what what constitutes a tart over a, a pie? Because yeah. a tart, even Tasty was growing up, a tart is like a a, a a lady of the evening, I think, right? A tart, Tasty, tart? Yeah, I've yeah. heard something like, or a, a, maybe a, a flirt or something. Or a, a flirt, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're not talking about, we, we don't even get to pick our own friendship bracelets, you're just random? dispensing them willy-nilly? Wow. Wow. What, what, what a bossy yeah. friend. Yeah, I'm picking mine, I'm picking my own, give me the pile. Give me the pile. Are they, are they you different? know what? There, there might be enough for everyone to have two. Did you get this at Whole Foods too? I, I could use two. I got two, two strings. Yeah. In my so these are like folks at home. They're they're they look handmade, but I guarantee you they're not. But they're made out of string and they're like woven together into just intricate designs. Um, but I feel like a kid in Peru made a, a penny off of each one of these. Oh, it looks like we're all going to have to tie them on each other. Uh, this is like a shared experience. And one, oh, my wrist is too big. You got an extra large. And one's like raw. Can you can have together. We're gonna make this. Work yeah, you can have two away. tasty, and then just tie them together. <laughs> yes. You get twice the friendship. <laughs> and this is a pink one. <laughs> See, you had a pink one, and you didn't tell me that. And there's like bright orange, and there's a bright green. Whoa! How many friends are you expecting to have? <laughs> there's a dozen. Not many. Minus myself. There's eleven. Enough for eleven friends. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm I'm changing mine, Kim. I'm picking this pink one because if you can't wear pink, then you're not a real man. Wait, you know are, you, I mean? are you saying Kim doesn't know you because she gave you the Bracelet that I've been trying you. to say that forever, but she just refuses. Oh, they're from Oriental Trading Company. Really? Oh. Woven friendship bracelets made in India. Oh, I was close. Not Peru, India, same thing. Oh, right. It's a country. If you guys want to play along, be friends with Kim. Go to orientaltrading.com <laughs> and order item number 24 slash 506, PO number 1124739. Uh, you know, a dozen. Amazon mm-hmm. Prime, we can all be twinsies. Which you and I actually are. So, see, the universe, oh, we have this connection, wow. you and I. We sure do. Wow. Does that make you besties and I'm just a friend? No. I mean, we are wearing the same exact shirt. Warren, please That's stop. And please stop encouraging right now. her. Please stop encouraging her because this He's is... He's excited for the tart. <laughs> he doesn't know what a tart is, and you haven't answered the question yeah. either. I'm jealous of your friendship. Yeah, here, tie my friendship bracelet. I would be more than happy. Okay, thank you very She's much. She's crying right now. <laughs> but not, like, too tight. Not as tight as yours. I mean, like... I have, I have dainty wrists. You have dainty... Well, yeah, because you're a female. I mean, so am I. Look at my wrists. They're pretty dainty. See, that's already too tight. I'm already going to cut it off as soon as you leave the room. Yeah, how do you cut these off? <laughs> yeah, where are the scissors? Don't worry, I have a, I have a, le- I have a Leatherman in my pocket, guys. As soon as she turns her back. Why can't we be friends? All right, we're, we're friends now. 
Kim. Well, I, I can't, I, I'm That's sure. my Christmas present. Here, give, give help, help the Even old man your, out. Even your tiny little wrist, could you not tie His it? arthritis is acting up like or something. It's only like an inch or so that left you. over here. I'm gonna You're going to get doubled up, Tasty. Yeah. What, what's that going to work? Now, are you going to get two of the same one, or are you getting one different one? Because I feel like one mm. one speaks to your aura, and one speaks to your intent, or something like that. Oh. You're really embracing wow. this. You're taking it to a whole new level. You know a lot about friendship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> friendship expert. Uh, that's true. Tasty has a doubler. There it goes. Tasty, you're on, you're, now you guys are going to prom. Fuck, maybe I want to do that, too. See, that looks better. Yeah, do that to me. Give, give me another one, Kim. Give me another one. We're doubling up on our friendship right now. Dregs on my. No, I feel like two wrongs or two rights don't make a wrong or something. But mm-hmm. would they cross each other out? God, two you see wrongs. what I'm saying? So much right now. No, but like the 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 field, the, Thanks, the, the the negative field kind of continuity is negated. Oh. The polariz- the polarization has been reversed, right. and it cancels each other out. So you can like something so much that you hate it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you come. Yes, you come full, full reversal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, All embrace right. it. Like, uh, embrace, embrace your fear. The hate. hate. Embrace. The, <laughs> embrace. What? <laughs> I don't sounds know, like man. A, sounds like a U.S. election. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, feels like it too, man. I also brought some Christmas goodies. Don't worry, I tied mine. Up. You just keep we the goods. spread the Christmas cheer. What are you talking about? I'll throw out the hot stuff. grenade. Okay, great. I, I, I tied mine myself because I don't need friends. Whatever. Yeah. Well, my wrists aren't as like bulky as uh, as Tasty's, so I have a, I have my mother's wrists. They're very very tiny and nice. Um. Anyways, uh, Bissell Brothers show everybody. Yeah, we have like nine beers, and apparently Whoa. they're going so f- like this place is on a Monday yeah, night. This place is empty, and no. it's it's never this Word busy. Word got out that they were going to be here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Kevin just looked. So the beers at me. are going fast. We actually had a free. But yeah, it's 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 packed. In here, it's it's. Uh, I haven't seen it this busy here in a long time on a Monday night, and it's great, good for everybody. So uh, it's all hazy beers, and uh, they have six packs available. I guess almost they're almost out, uh, and so people yeah. are people are liking. No, it. The also, beer geeks showed up. They're buying all the cans up too. Yeah. Speaking of beer geeks, didn't I hear that uh, Nate Smith might make an Nate appearance? Nate Smith should be here on six forty-five. Oh, get excellent. his expertise Perfect. on the issue on the issue. Of we have hops. a bracelet for him too. Oh wait, Nate even gets to be a friend? How do you She's just throwing it out wow. there. I don't have a friendship bracelet. So how do you get one? What's the deal? What? 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 Did you forget you're wearing one, Tasty? No, no, I'm thinking me. I never get Nate. I don't have like the oh. bond like we're doing here. Oh. But I, I'm I think, forcing my bond upon everybody. I think by, forcing it. I like that. I think <laughs> that's, 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 you, yeah. you will that's be my friend. Me God too. I feel like now by proxy, you and Nate are friends. <laughs> For what? Oh. Because because everybody with a friendship bracelet is apparently friends. Oh yeah, the friend you know? my friend is my friend. Yes, yeah, right. Six degrees of Kim Shimke. <laughs> right. Hey, I like congratulations that. to everyone in this room. Other <laughs> friends, I'm getting people in their lives. Kevin, I'm sorry, dude. Bobby. Thank you very oh, much. Everybody Kevin, getting into this. Kevin, who? I'm Kevin not sure. Snuggles in there needs a friendship bracelet. It's cuddles. <laughs> cuddles. Kevin, come on <laughs> it's out. The same thing. Come on down. Yeah, you've been uh, Your turn. elected, my friend. Everyone has to get this in order to eat the tart, so just fucking suck it up. He was crying in the room, in wow. the control room. Because <laughs> he didn't get one. Did, right. You still don't know the difference between a pie and a tart. Kim has refused to tell her friends I, this. Uh, no, I, I, I said I think it's the crust on top. Secrets don't keep friends, Kim. What crust on top? Attention. What are you talking about? The tart doesn't have anything on top. It's like a key. Neither does a key it's, lime pie. But there are pies that don't no, have crust on top. No, but it has a meringue top. on top, usually. That's not a crust, though. 
It's a topping. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so our friend has no getting. idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't think she knows. It's from Whole Foods. Uh, <laughs> she said that like three times. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Just she so got, you know, bougie Whole Foods over she, here. She got it on Prime. <laughs> yeah, delivered now. Yeah. Amazon now. It's an Amazon tart. Yeah. Right. It took two days to get here unrefrigerated. So the beer's moving so fast here that Bev's pulling beers for us now to try in the third segment or something like that. So maybe we'll be drinking beers throughout this whole thing just to kind of expedite because, you know, people are, are here for it. Yeah. I think I'm going to drink that for That's the Here's Two, whatever? I have no idea. That's a good question. I think the, that's the double IPA, whatever that is. Here's, here's two. two. Here's, here's, to, here's to feeling good all the time. Okay. It is getting low. The uh, automatic uh, sensors in the in the tap room there say it's red. It's flashing red. Whoa. Oh, geez. Wow. Well, uh, I don't know. It looks like the dregs of the keg, but I know it's not. That's how it's supposed to you look. Could, you could put the beers in the cooler for a while, too, in the back. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, no, it's it's fine, and so I'm excited to kind of get over this and uh, and talk to the Bissell people and see what's going on. Um, but yeah, so you want to hear my court, my 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 yeah, small yeah, yeah, claims yeah. court? Yeah. It was weird. Did, wait, 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 wait. did Judge Judy sign your chest? I wish, man. That check makes like twenty six mil a year, dude. What? Yeah, that little firecracker. Being Judge Judy, man. Contracts, TV contracts. Wow. Yeah. Syndication. There you go. Huh. That, yeah, that's into money, but um, no. So, so you know, long story short, we're 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 suing the people who bought our house because <laughs> they won't release our deposit, and they're claiming that they're taking it because of the backyard, like uh, the the oh. backyard died out. And, but we're like, e- e- there was no lawn in the backyard. Right. It was all weeds. What part died out? The the weeds. Oh, okay. The weeds died out. <laughs> and they well, that was there when you they looked at the house and bought it, right? Correct. Okay. But they didn't know that they were weeds. They thought oh, it was grass. You just cut them and it looked like lawn. Apparently, mm. I don't know. Um, but uh, anyway, so that's like the crux of this whole issue. So sure, you didn't steal your. Turf for the new place. <laughs> you hired a sod yeah. guy like, to come it, cut it out. It's gone. I don't know. <laughs> so we get to court, and they're there, of course. And uh, and apparently, in small claims, you can do mediation first on the day of your court. And I don't know if this is like in every small claims or just in Martinez, which we had to go to. Good old Martinez. You can mm-hmm. like is that like the first thing to do is you guys want to do mediation first? Yeah, yeah. I guess so. They had a mediator, and they're like, "Hey, if you want to do this now, that's totally cool." Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, I said, no, I, I, I don't want to do that. Does that save you money? What's the point of it, doing it just that? It saves the court's time. Yeah. And really, so the, the, the mediator's like, well, look, if, if you can't appeal, which is the word I've been searching for for like two hours, oh, you, you can't appeal um, if you're the plaintiff and you don't like the, the, the ruling, you can't appeal it. In but mediation? You, or no, no, in, in, court, in, in, in court, in just oh, small okay. claims. You've, you've gotten an award, you just can't appeal your award. Right. And she was saying that the judge kind of likes, the, he he would rather people try mediation first. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I originally said no. And then the judge comes out and uh, he's this older guy. And, uh, you know, he goes, look, you know, your guys is, co- <laughs> yeah, no offense. Uh, your guys' case is, is uh, really, really suited for mediation. Oh. <laughs> so if you guys want to do that, that would be great. So then I stood up and was like, well, oh, your honor, if you, if you feel that this would be the best thing for our case, then I would, I would. I would yeah. try it out. That's fine. So we go. Upst- I buy you a beer later? <laughs> so we go upstairs. The mediation didn't go well. 
These people were total dicks. They showed up dicks and they stayed dicks. Yes, mm. and they were like sarcastic and really? snarky, and they were scoffing <laughs> at the things that we said. And <laughs> uh, and at one point, they're like showing photos of of, th- of irrelevant things. And then and one of the the defendants stands up, and is like, "We can't be here because they're 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 complaining about the thing. We 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 have to do this separately." And, and I'm telling the mediator very calmly, I'm like, "Look, th- we don't want to leave because." They're showing you photos that have no bearing on anything right yeah. now, and and so we can we can stay here we can and do see this. That there was, the, the, it was weeds in the backyard. We'll give you. The, we, we don't here are the photos. Here are the photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they uh, anyway. Long story short, about that, we step outside. The mediator talks to them, and then the mediator comes out to us, and she goes, "Look, I feel for you." <laughs> she goes, "I feel for you." They're not going to settle for anything, so you're just you're going to go downstairs. Back to the back to the small claims. Oh, back okay. to the judge. Yeah, and uh, so we're like, okay, that's totally fine. Oh, on the way up, on the way up, we, we exit the courtroom, and she's taking us. She goes, okay, we're going to the third floor in the jury selection room, jury room three. Um, so you know, uh, the elevators here are really small. So some of you can take the elevator, some of you can take the stairs. You know, whatever you want to do, I'll take the stairs, and we'll see you up at the top of the stairs. So the, she calls the elevator. I hold the door open for Taryn because she's pregnant. She wore a tight dress, so it's sure. visibly pregnant. Oh. She goes in. I go in. The other four of these oh. motherfuckers just walk right by. They go, no, we'll take the stairs. And I go, perfect. That's great. We had our own little elevator. They're just petty from the jump, right? Mm. So we go back to court, back to small claims court, back into the courthouse or the courtroom. And the judge comes out, and he goes, okay, let's get this let's get this going. So we go up, and he goes, okay, Mr. Petro, so your claim is about, this is about the security deposit. And I go, yes, Your Honor, it is. Uh, okay, and then, um, so what's going on? They're taking out uh, damages for, uh, like, some backyard issues and some cleaning? Yeah. And they go, okay. Did, he goes, okay, did they uh, provide you with... Um, did they provide you with, like, an itemized deduction list? And I, I said, well, they emailed something. They emailed some invoices and some quotes, but work was never – work work wasn't done on it. it, was, it's a, it's a, it there were quotes. He goes, okay, um, but, uh, but they didn't send anything to you. And I go, no, just an email. And so, you know, I, I said, and they're supposed to do it via mail or hand-delivered. And he goes, that's right. And he looks at them. He goes, so burden to proof is on you guys. Why didn't you do this? And they're like, well, they didn't have a forwarding address. They didn't leave their forwarding address. And the judge goes, I know their forwarding address. I can tell you their address right now without looking at the paperwork. It's your address. <laughs> right, <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's like the, law s- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the law states. It'll forward your mail. Yeah, yeah. The law states that if you don't have their address, you send it back to their old address. You send it to their old address, which you had, and you didn't do that, right? Judge, you know. couldn't do that. That guy's good. Right, yeah. And then and there was something else. And, and eventually, it, he, well, it, it was something about disclosures. Like, we didn't tell them that there was no lawn in the backyard. And so they had sent us photos as proof. And so they presented these photos to the judge. And I don't, maybe I'm not supposed to talk about this. I don't know. It's over. So who cares? I didn't sign anything. Um, and they're like uh, photos of the backyard, but they're like three by five, like normal size photos. Mm-hmm. But they have a border around them. So they're smaller than three right. by five. So they're just minute. Right. And what I did is I took the same photos and I blew them up to eight by tens. Mm-hmm. And then I cropped them. So it's just the lawn, and I blew those up to eight by ten, so you can see the detail. Right, and I go, this is their, this is these are their images that they sent us. We just zoomed in on them. Here's a picture of the front yard grass taken at that time, and here's a this is clearly not grass, and and and, you know, and they're like, well, they were supposed to disclose, and the judge looks at him and goes, but did they tell you that there was grass in the backyard? Right, and, right, and they go, no, but they didn't tell us there wasn't, and he goes, but they didn't tell you that there was. And they go, no. And he's like, 
You know, you didn't, did, you yeah. Didn't lie. You showed. You right. look at the place. <laughs> exactly. They can see that there's no grass. Exactly. You didn't say, "Oh, there is grass." To like, can you trick him? Exactly. Right. Yeah, you're Ex- totally up front. Yeah, for sure. Ex- that's what I thought too. And uh, you know, he goes, "You know, look, disclosure is is for things that aren't readily oh, this, visible. Right. For sure. They're for things that are hidden." Yeah. So this was clearly visible. Here's a photo of you on the lawn. And and so, anyway, he, he didn't rule. Well, it's not a lawn. He's like, <laughs> You're right. The he's presenting patch. your freaking case. He, yes, yeah. he argued our case for us. <laughs> we just had to stand there and look he really just, handsome. It, Taryn is a handsome woman. <laughs> In that Midwest meaning of handsome. Just <laughs> right. very... Um, but and then he's like, okay, well, we'll we'll you know we'll rule later. He doesn't rule from the bench, so I don't know no. how it went, but I think we dunked on those motherfuckers because fuck them. Yeah, I would have loved if you had gotten a botanist to look at those pictures <laughs> well, as I, an expert witness. I had thought about it to be completely honest, like <laughs> if it, if it went that far. But if they appeal the decision, then you know, and then it would go to superior court. Then I would do that. Oh yeah, like you're like you know, but but they can just defend that. Well, we didn't know, but it, uh, you know. And then I told him, I go, I, I have I have a problem. With uh, four adults not being able to tell the difference between this picture and this picture, right? <laughs> it's just it's and it's the photos that they sent us. Yeah. So they sunk their own ship, and I hope they, you know, I don't know, they can eat my ass, Warren. I hated it. I hated. Actually, I I really enjoyed it. I hated them because they were very snarky and going. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I really enjoyed the process. To be yeah. completely oh, yeah. honest, yeah. I mean, yeah. not only cool. was justice served. No, um, but just I don't know. It's my first yeah. court case, and I wore my suit, and I'm <laughs> I'm sitting, dude. I'm, yeah, of course. Yeah. I you own a suit? Well, from your wedding? Suits. No, <laughs> actually, no, it's not. Yeah, and Taryn was in her wedding dress. They were. <laughs> yes, we got dolled up because that's the only level of like good. Dress. Actually, it was from our Taste Awards nomination where we went to the oh. awards ceremony. It's a big deal, but I don't want to rub it in. It's it was in Hollywood. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um. But I'm sitting there, and like, you know, my legs crossed, and like waiting for us to go. And I look at my sleeve, and I go, "Oh fuck, that's moth eaten." Oh sh! And I'm seeing all these like holes. I'm like, God. Oh boy. I hope the judge doesn't go. Okay, final inspection before we allow you up to the. It was a pain. Oh dude. man, good thing you left an upper decker in all of your toilets <laughs> yeah. at that house before you left. Uh, they were just they were just real jerks about the whole thing, and from start to finish. And I'm glad it's over. <laughs> Both the judge and the mediator took your side. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it felt good. Yeah. It felt good to actually like have an argument and sure. and be right. Yeah, if you, yeah, <laughs> and not have to argue some arbitrary no, like, yeah. thing that that's like, just kind of what I do mind. normally. And there's a reasonable judge in Martinez. Who, who, have, who would have known? <laughs> right. Oh, the best part is he goes, yeah. He goes, I've been a real estate agent for thirty years, oh, wow. so I'm very very well versed on disclosures. And I'm like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> This wow. is an alley-oop to my dunk. Like, yeah. let's do this. Let's go, baby. And he was just telling yeah, teamed up, huh? Yeah. Nice. Well, man, it was so good. Cool. Nice. It was a good time. But anyway, my voice is kind of, like, already strained because I've been not only prepping down. beforehand. I'm slowing down. <laughs> yeah. Prepping beforehand, but doing all this stuff. And then afterwards, decompressing. Then talking to uh, Brian, the guy who helped me. And then talking to my real estate agent. And talking to my dad. And it's just this blah. So. Talking to your dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm talking to my dad again now. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's because uh, he's 80, and he's dying. and uh, No, he's not dying, but, I mean, we're all dying. He's fine. <laughs> we are, <laughs> yes, all of us. Um, but I don't know. It's just it's like whatever. Older is coming soon. That's cool. It's cool. You know, he said some weird shit to me, and then he now says he doesn't remember it. 
Mm. And so he's like, you know, I, I apologize. That's not me anymore. And I set some boundaries and was like, well, if you keep bringing up the stuff I don't really like that you talk about, like my like me throwing my homework away when I was six years old. <laughs> and as a 30-year-old man, you're telling me this? Mm. Like, I don't care about it. Uh-huh. Um, if you do that, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm just going to leave. Yeah. I'm leave, leave the phone. That's just an old people thing, by the way. It's but, not just your dad. No, right. right. Yeah, it's, old it's, people it's, say uh, weird things. <laughs> <laughs> like warm, fermenting lager. Get a hand on some other ones. You'll get the idea. Uh, anyway, so I kind of dropped all that. And, uh, you know, I'm talking to my dad. It's just weird. My brother still don't talk to him. Oh, really? So it's this weird, like, wow. so our Christmas party, they were like, so you talked to dad. And I'm like, yeah, I, I told you. And it's going oh, okay. I was going to say, how'd they know then? Yeah, I you told, told him. Okay. Yeah, I told him. That's um, cool. Yeah, it's all right. What are you going to do? Um, <clears throat> okay, so on to feedback. Let's do some feedback here, Warren. Okay. Feedback is brought to you today by the Beer Law Center, beerlawcenter.com. Uh, John Sismankasugasint is over there. He just wrote a book on beer law that uh, yours truly wrote the four-word for it. Oh, wow, the forest word. Yes, that was amazing. I should read an excerpt of it. Every show, I should just do a reading. One line. Uh, yeah, apparently the book is selling really well. Nice. Yeah, uh, mainly oh, for mainly because of me. Right. It's my You're, name. Are you a best-selling author on the New York Times? I'm a best-selling contributor as far as He's a forwarder. I'm the best forwarder. <laughs> um, okay. As far as like Amazon rankings within self-help <laughs> law. Is there a literary he, award he for like forwards? That's great. Fuck, that's a good question, Warren. I feel like there probably is. Let's out find there. out. You want to find out real quick? Because I would nominate Can you. Can win an award for a forward? Oh, that's a good. <laughs> it's almost like a pun. Win a book award. Forward services. Mm, that's probably not it. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, anyway, there is no feedback. We had zero feedback today. Oh, I was really wow. bummed out about this. Yeah, Wait a minute. that's how good of a job we're doing here. <laughs> no, yeah, I thought everyone... that you had it on the agenda because we had it. Just <laughs> had the agenda. No, I had to say it because it was a, it's a sponsored segment. Oh, I, see <laughs> I still yeah. had to get John's plug it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could read uh, the feedback that was about Kim Shimke the last time she was on, since she probably didn't listen to it. There, Do we have that? No, there wasn't feedback. I thought it was you all appreciating me. Well, first no, of all, I'm that saying would never happen. Weeks ago, or, yeah. or the week after she was on last, I thought there was a piece of feedback that was about her. I don't know. What could it have would been? Have been uh, was it positive or negative? I, I don't. <laughs> well, cover your ears. I'm telling you everything I remember about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There was. I, re- I remember her getting mentioned weeks in a feedback. Um, you know, I'm looking right now. Let me see, uh, Kim. In the shin. No. No? Oh, well. You're just inserting her into your thoughts, man. No, I'm pretty sure we were all going to go around the table, and you all said what you were going to appreciate about me. Oh, appreciation minute? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, not going to yeah. happen. Oh, that, that moment passed you, already? I'm back. not sure if you want that kind of feedback right now. It's true. <laughs> well, we are friends. Again. We're all friends now. <laughs> In, under protest. Let me be very, very clear. <laughs> Try it on precise. So far, it's good. Uh, Twitter game, Warren. Do we have a, we have a Twitter game? Uh, yes. All right. Twitter game is brought to you today by the Wine and Hop Shop. Good folks at Wine and Hop Shop. If you want to make wine and learn how to beer, or learn how to brew beer, <laughs> learn how to be learn how beer, to beer. Uh, there's not a whole lot of places that do both uh, do both very well. But the Wine and Hop Shop is one of them. So check it out, wineandhopshop.com. Good people, supporters of the show, and uh, those are the two things that really matter in life. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, since Kim is bringing so many gifts to all of us. Like uh, GIF or gifts? Like I'd rather have a GIF than, than the gifts. <laughs> right, um, 
I'm, we need some ideas that we, uh, at least me personally, that I can order on Amazon right now to give Kim my new friend for okay. Christmas. So what should what should Warren order via Amazon right now to be delivered in time for Christmas for Kimberly? Extra yes. points if you send links to things that already exist. Real things. Real things. <laughs> Did she have Do to ruin think, everything? Are they going to tell me to give you something that doesn't <laughs> exist? Well, they could make it up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think usually Twitter games are people making shit up. Maybe. Yeah. You don't actually oh, know that. Okay. Those are the best ones. They're ridiculous. Get her an everlasting gobstopper. Easy for you to say. Yeah, yeah right? I'm not Willy Wonka. <laughs> I wish you were, though. <laughs> um, okay, tell you what. We're going to take a break right now, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk with uh, Noah and Hester Bissell. And, of course, the ever-handsome, ever-popular Mike Sardina. And uh, did I get that right? <laughs> Handsome and popular, like in, it, in perpetuity. Lumbersexual. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network, everyone. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Are you a member of the White Labs Customer Club? If not, you should be. It's the easiest way to earn free stuff for turning in your old homebrew labels from either vials or pure pitch. All you have to do is save your labels and redeem them for things like free yeast, an exclusive White Labs t-shirt or sweatshirt, and even the opportunity to brew with the yeast man himself, Chris White. Signing up is easy. Just go to whitelabs.com slash customer club, fill out the registration form, and then mail in your labels. They will return the favor by sending you awesome White Labs swag. Go sign up today at whitelabs.com slash customer club. White Labs, pure yeast and fermentation since 1995. First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Saka JP. Brewing great beer is a process of continuous learning, and the best books on every aspect of brewing can be found at Brewers Publications. With more than 50 awesome titles like Modern Homebrew Recipes by Gordon Strong, Designing Great Beers, The Ultimate Guide to Brewing Classic Beer Styles by Ray Daniels, American Sour Beers, Innovative Techniques for Mixed Fermentations by Michael Tonsmeyer, For the Love of Hops, The Practical Guide to Aroma, Bitterness, 
and the Culture of Hops by Stan Hieronymus and Radical Brewing, Recipes, Tales, and World-Altering Meditations in a Glass by Randy Mosher, plus many, many more. These are the books and the authors with the knowledge to push your brewing farther than you thought possible. And you'll find them all at fine homebrew and book retailers everywhere. And visit the website at brewerspublications.com. Brewers Publications, all the best on beer and brewing. Marin Brewing Company in Northern California has been making award-winning beers for more than 25 freaking years. Today, I want to tell you about their new 12-ounce cans of Mount Tam Pale Ale. The good stuff, Mount Tam is bright gold, 5.5% ABV to keep you feeling good, and has been winning awards since 1989. If you're visiting the Bay Area, get your butt out to Marin Brewing Company. They pour tasty beers and serve great food every day until midnight. Come in for a tour, stay for the food, and pick up... A six-pack of cans of Mount Camp Pale Ale to enjoy at home, camping, biking, or whatever the hell you do. Owner Brandon Moylan has this to say about Marin Brewing beers. It's freaking awesome. Marin Brewing has won more than 100 gold medals in international competitions. Check out MarinBrewing.com for all their award-winning beers, food, and merch. Marin Brewing Company in Larkspur, California. Award-winning taste, refreshing finish. It's freaking awesome. This is Corey King from Side Project Brewing, and you're listening to the session on the Brewing Network. There's murder all around you, on the streets and in the skies. Let it rain and close. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me while I clear my throat. Uh, but you know what's not excusable, Warren? What? Uh, missing out on the craftbeer.com beer and food course. Of course not. Of, cor- of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Pun not intended. Oh, damn. I mean, yeah. intended, right? There we go, baby. Uh, of course, it is the groundbreaking uh, culinary course. I was trying to think of another <laughs> w- synonym for course, and I can't. Hmm. So now it's just the course. Of now course it is. It's all rattling in my head. The only word is just course, course, of course, course, of course, Mr. Ed. It leads professionals and enthusiast chefs alike through the basics of beer pairing and food. The craftbeer.com food course is built by a culinary institute. Uh, John, here, where is it? There we go. <laughs> I lost my place. Johnny's uh, food. Cul- Culinary Institute of America graduate and a certified Cicerone. There are two versions, of course. One is a professional version made for chefs, restaurateurs, brewers, and hospitality professionals. And then number two is an enthusiast version created for at-home chefs. That would be um, you and my wife. Anybody else. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Not Kim, though. I feel like Kim does. Kim, do you do a lot of cooking at home? Are you like a home chef? Do you try different things? I have a George Foreman grill. <laughs> she brought a key lime pie, key lime tart Thank you. from Whole Foods. Uh, that's true. Okay, you're right. I Say have a no good processor too. <laughs> Say no more. I put pimento cheese on my sandwiches. It's that's the caviar of the south. On my organic free range uh, crackers. <laughs> right. They paid too much. Um, anyway, uh, learn how to pair beer with uh, your favorite foods, including chocolate, charcuterie, and cheese. You also get to ultimately know beer styles. You'll see data and stories that will convince you, convince you, that full-flavored beer deserves a place on the menu along wine and spirits. Uh, also, the course is free. So Whoa. visit craftbeer.com. Yes. You told me that first. Oh. <laughs> lead with that. Lead, that's, the, that's the lead. Right? That's the leader right there. Do you uh, like, like free things? Like free. <laughs> the, the craftbeer.com beer and food free course. Yeah. 
should start with that. Yeah. yeah. It'll be good. All right. With me in the studio is Noah and Hester Bissell and, of course, Mike Sardina. Uh, and Kim, Kim's here, and it's fine. But um, welcome, you three, which are... Oh, wait. Here, I, let, me, let me turn on your Thank microphones. You. Let me try that. I, and they, that might they, actually work. They came from the farthest point in the country away from us, probably, that any guest has come in the U.S. You think so? This is... There's more, more and more honor being bestowed upon, upon, upon us as the longer we're here. So that's that true. Is great to know. You guys are going to walk out with deed to this place. You're yeah. like, we just you here. You is go. the red carpet in that room or? Uh, yeah. Where's there's, my robe? There's a show on Monday. You got you figure it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there a show on Monday? Merry Christmas. There's a show on Monday. No, there's not. Is there? On Christmas. Do you have uh, St. Oh. Nicholas on that one? St. <laughs> Nicholas Brewing Company. God, there should be first that. brewery in the. Uh, uh, Whatever continent the North Pole is in the North Pole. <laughs> is that a continent? It's that one, no. <laughs> is that just North America? Right? Yeah. Sure. I don't know. I Why don't not? know. Anyway, uh, it's good to have Mike back in the studio. Mike, uh, what, what's happening since you left? You left Sausages. Uh, society. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he said it. Uh, living in the Northeast. Yeah. So were you homeless? You just wanted to change. Like, yeah. <laughs> what's going on? Not necessarily homeless, but uh, um, yeah, no, I'm um, just I emotionally grew, bereft. Grew up in upstate New York, and um, oh, that's right. A couple mm. different opportunities brought me back to the Northeast. You want to move home? Cool, man. Yeah. All right. Well, we miss seeing you around here. Tell that. It's I good know. to see you. You look, you look, you look rested. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> sure. what that means, man. Uh, yeah, no, He's been no. hibernating in the yeah. winter. You working your ass off? <laughs> Uh, Always, yeah. Trying, yeah. What are you doing uh, for uh, for Bissell? So I do some of our events, um, some of the hospitality aspects, and a little bit of uh, employee wellness, um, so educational programs. Uh, ah. Trying to get yoga off the ground for for folks at the brewery, but uh, yeah, cool. So, so far, it's been great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, good, man. I'm glad. Uh glad you're out there moving some things around. I am. Employee wellness is not often a title. At any brewery, that you'd think that'd be something like in California or like the Bay Area, like employee wellness. To, to me, yeah. that's like a San Francisco startup tech oh, yeah. company that would have something called yeah, employee be wellness. Somebody but in the personnel department, like at level twenty-three. <laughs> but he just and got legalized in Maine, so I think maybe there's a yeah. yeah there's yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah, like, yeah, man, uh, we gotta get well, yeah. bro. <laughs> oh, it's that kind of wellness, <laughs> not for in Mike's sense necessarily, but the, uh, the ethos of it all. Yeah. Wow, Noah just called Mike out, dude. Smoking the wow. smoking the big doinks. Mike and his ethos. <laughs> so uh, Noah, you are the co-founder and head brewer, apparently, on uh, my notes here of uh, Bissell Brothers. Uh, that is correct. Congratulations! Right. Congratulations are in order. I feel. Uh, Thank no. you. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> so we're going to chat with you um, just about you know uh, obviously about the things that we normally talk about, right? About things. Your history, all that kind of stuff. But you were a home brewer. I very much was this. a home brewer. I uh, what were you doing that for? Because <laughs> home brewing is that is a, honestly annoying. still a question I ask myself sometimes. But uh, <laughs> unfortunately, this show kind of uh, pushed me to that. Or at really, least the Brewing Network pushed me to that. So that's anyway. not the session because we're trash. Oh. But, like, I what show in particular? You, session, you just but, uh, took your the, compliment all away. All the other shows pushed me towards that. You yes. just say Doctor Homebrew. It's fine. <laughs> you can say that. It's okay. It's all right. Back in my day, uh, it was uh, yeah, very much a can you brew it. Uh, it was oh. what pushed me towards uh, oh. uh, pursuing home nice. brewing. So. That's all right. I was on that yeah. show too. It's fine. I remember. <laughs> I, I recall correct. Yeah. Specifically, your shows yeah. or your episodes on that show. I know. 
Look, yeah. you sh- he it was said only that. the English Dark Mild show is what I just listened to and repeat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. solidarity. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's good beer. So you were you were listening to us. I just want to make that very clear that you are a fan of the Brewing Network because uh, you can say yes. It's fine. It depends on the day. But <laughs> you are a fan of JP. <laughs> yeah, Not just, putting words in your mouth. <laughs> no, I would never do that. However, you can sign this document. No, because and, and you know I'm just messing around, of course. But uh, you know we were talking before the break or during the break about the things that some people have said on the radio about hazy beers and or Instagram or Instagram mm. or, or chicken soup or like I don't know bullion. <laughs> Whatever that is, I'm not really. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, it's it's, like it's even sprouts. worse than like beef stock. It's like dehydrated beef stock. It's like you're not even worth. Mm. Anyway, it's just um, the cube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was. We actually had a really cool conversation because you know I told you uh, uh, you know that that we want to approach. I want to approach this interview with. Um, as much caution as no, I'm kidding. Um, just as as like figuring out the style because you guys are the first brewery on here to be rep- to represent the style, right? The New England IPA. Um, first in New England. Uh, yeah, right. So um, I think that's pretty cool. And so I'm uh, thank you very much for for coming in and doing the show and, and having all the beers here. Everyone out there is loving them. So, uh, but I'm really excited to to figure all this kind of stuff out. How you got here, even. Um, let's talk about your home brewing. What, what kind of beers were you brewing at home? Uh, probably like most home brewers, a little bit of everything. Um, which again, the, um, just give you another free plug is sort of what the BN is great for. Um, That's what we live off of. Yeah. Free, free plug. <laughs> free plug. <laughs> love right. it. And I, I have picked that up. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, a little bit of everything to start out. Um, I still am kind of shaky having Tasty next to me because there's. Quite a few batches of Janice Brown that I, I brewed early on, so this mm-hmm. is uh, yeah, cool. frankly, really fucking cool to, awesome. yeah, to have this guy. Yeah, glad you liked uh, the next person next to me, other than my wife. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, a little bit of everything, and then it's it um, slowly, sort of between my own palate and sort of where um, a lot of, I suppose a lot of palettes were going simultaneously with going to more and more towards hops and um, the did you say Nathan was maybe coming by? He was supposed okay. to be here like five no, minutes ago. That, that's no problem at all. I, I will save, I guess, the story, but uh, please be ready for me to like interrupt anything that's going on <laughs> to t- talk about something else. I'm going to okay. skip, skip one part. I'll remember and, that. Uh, we'll yeah, yeah. Get on right. free card. Go yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. cool. Um, you hate Nathan Smith. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. We want to hear it, especially uh, in front of him. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah so, so we'll wait for then. But um, yeah, a little bit of everything, and then... Um, I was, uh, let me even think here, uh, I guess I was going into my uh, senior year of college and mm-hmm. was kind of becoming, my grades were becoming atrocious in my senior year of college <laughs> as a psychology uh, major in a satellite up. state school in Maine. Oh! Uh, yeah, as glamorous as that sounds. And I mm-hmm. uh, realized that with how much time I was spending brewing that I should probably at least consider maybe trying to... Um, uh, have that be the only thing I do because it pretty much was <laughs> already. Were you, um, you were brewing that much. How I much were you brewing? Um, I mean, of, of course, under the two hundred gallons, but <laughs> oh, not even close to the two hundred gallons. So I actually had a, a five milliliter system. It's there we out, go. Yeah, one, one oh. of the smallest systems in the country that I'm Perfect. very proud of. But, yeah, we'll talk milliliters. Uh, yeah, we can That'd talk about that later. But uh, okay, but uh, probably 
three or four times a week between working wow. probably 30 hours oh, a week as a bartender yeah. uh, and server and then also going to school full time. So okay. brewing was kind of an obsession. Were you, were you married that. at the time? Uh, no. No, okay. <laughs> no, uh, well, definitely on the marriage marriage trajectory, but not, not married okay. at that time. Because Hester's yes. like, yes, she's yes. nodding her head. Might as well have been, because here we are, but uh, <laughs> it might, might as well have been, but... Uh, that probably was the reason we weren't married then, was brewing. Brewing was stripped from that equation. We probably would have been married a long time ago. Really? Um, you think yeah. so? Um, All right. Just in terms of a hours in the day. Uh, sure. Element, yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, important things for, you know, school and job and brewing and then, you know, and then the girlfriend. And I, I suppose I right? shouldn't uh, inject another part of that was sort of the, the perfect storm of things was Hester was living three and a half hours away. So I had a uh, very adequate time to listen to podcasts <laughs> uh, in, ter- in terms of traveling to visit. So um, right. mm-hmm. that was kind of, I would go visit, think about brewing the entire way there, <laughs> think about the, brewing the entire time while I was there, and then think about brewing the entire time home, and then pretty much uh, fire up the uh, my kettle on the stove, which... By the way, never got a security deposit back anywhere I've ever lived because of how fucked up all the stoves have been. Hey, can man. I, can it, I say? Sure. Oh, okay. Sure. okay. You can well, say stove. That's you fine. did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for that. Thank, thank, yeah. Thank, yeah. Thank hey, if, you. if you need to take anybody to small claims court, I'm now technically a lawyer. Wow. I came in yeah. at the time where I was, didn't know what the stove you were talking about earlier in terms of, uh, security in ter- in terms of how, what you were talking about. I'll give you my dissertation. And, and a lawyer was mentioned. Yeah. So I don't know. That's all you need. Yeah. I'll give you my dissertation later. It's fine. And so anything yeah. you need, pro bono. He's okay. a published lawyer yeah. in the law segment of Second books. Second in yes. uh, self-help uh, law on law, Amazon. Brewing law books is, is yeah. what on Amazon like three months ago for yeah. like a yeah. day. Yeah, probably. Is, is what uh-huh. I heard you say. I yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. Did you bring a book for him to sign? That's okay. I have I have more that, in the back. That's just what I hear. Unfor- yeah, okay. oh, okay. you'll have to you have to buy it. <laughs> I'm happy to. Yeah, I'd, case I'd is to. Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> so you were driving around, spending all this time with your future wife, thinking about brewing. She wasn't in the car. I well, was driving but- to see her. Just, just to be clear. Yeah, just we don't know clear. that. I'm I mean, not that sadistic okay. to make her listen to you, asshole. I have also. listened yeah. to a bunch of podcasts. Yeah, and you're still I'm and you still sadistic. came. Yeah, I'm kind of sadistic. And you still made the trip. Okay. Oh, I'm happy. I'm stoked. She's only all right. Nice. Okay, yeah, well, that's ride or good. Die, so, so you're a, yeah, a ride or die. You're, you're, <laughs> you're in college and you bring three times a week. Yep. Who's drinking all these like 15 mil of beer that you're doing a week? Right, right. Like, Everyone that's, that's 21 or over. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that, that is mm. for damn sure. I bet you have a lot of good that sounds friends, responsible. Lot of good friends oh, yeah. I got a lot of good friends that it seemed to really like me. I'm, I'm yeah. not that likable yeah. of a person, but Must when be beer's your, involved, they actually like seem to love me. Must be your bracing too, you know? Right. Yeah. When you're brewing beer, you're also brewing friends. I had I had a really competitive. Pricing bracket, yeah, in, in that sense, so, yeah, so right. Billions of friends. How was your beer then? Do you have a sense of that? Or good question, tasty answer. Answer or? tasty right now. How was your beer? Was it good or did it suck? That is a great question. That it, I will probably like a lot of uh, home brewers. A lot of it sucked, and a lot of it was good enough for me to keep going okay. into yeah. it. Yes, a, a lot of it was just good enough to motivate you me to keep moving forward. probably got a BN forward. tip somewhere in there that kind of like pushed you up. You I know, got a few BN tips. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I hate as much no, as I hate to admit. Yeah, No yeah. charge for that. Yeah. No charge for those. So, so okay, so then you're like, all right, look, I'm going to fail out of school because I can't, I can't focus on anything other than brewing, which we're just paraphrasing. Um, so you want, yeah, well, right. And you want to, oh, you decide you're going to open a brewery or you want to at least entertain it. Correct. So what do you do? 
Um, How did you start? Did you get I, investors, talk to your family? Well, uh, uh, the first thing I should mention in that sense is I have a brother that is um, I love very much because he's my brother, but he's a very different person than myself. Um, he's very... Uh, at that time, he was a commercial wedding photographer, primarily. Wow. Um, so he was already an entrepreneur in that sense. Hmm. Uh, was, you know, totally unconnected to anything beyond his, his own business at that mm-hmm. time. Um, he's six and a half years older than me. So he would have been um, 26, 27 at that point um, and was getting a little uh, burnt out on that, that aspect of things because... No matter how fancy you are or creative you are with your wedding, it's, it's a wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. At the end of the day, so yeah. he was sort Stand of looking next to for the something tree. else. Yeah, and, yeah. and um, our paths just were really lucky to align where he was looking for something different, and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do anything with my psychology degree that I barely got <laughs> at my. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, so so Peter kind of um, spurred me upon to like be like y- you know you're. Clearly obsessed with this, a, eh? and um, yeah, you were the you know, every now and then you can actually be pretty good at this too. So, uh, and that was sort of the, the arrangement we kind of verbally agreed upon in college. Sure, every uh, dreamer needs was, a doer to make it happen. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And uh, yeah. the guy, as you sort of alluded to, JP, like yeah. uh, uh, someone that can actually talk to people <laughs> so, <laughs> that have money, maybe that's um, very so, important. Yeah, yeah. So having a um, face man is very important. Yes, oh my and he is a yeah a very beautiful man. He's not here, but uh, yeah, you you'd all melt if he was here. So uh, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So. Well, thank you for not bringing him. <laughs> right, no one wants to be melted. No, that's that's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. So he tastes your beers. He says, "Yeah, I think you guys, you think you should do this full time." Were your parents stoked on it after you know after you just got your degree? I mean, it doesn't matter where it's from, right? I mean, well, you got it. And to make things a little more complicated, it was before I got my degree. Uh, the, the See, sort of uh, his timeline is so skewed, Warren. I'm confused. His timeline is hazy. It's hazier than the beer. Well, he said he eventually <laughs> got the degree. I don't think he got. I think he did drop out. The no. kind of idea was was not hazy uh, before I got my degree. It was like. Let's fucking do this. And, okay, um, just, and, and just and we'll figure it out later. But we're gonna, you probably planned on being sort of traditional, just, or at least you know, pale ale and a stout and all this kind of garbage. Yeah, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. That's a that's yeah. a really actually good observation. It's not you're not really observing anything. I guess a good um, assumption. I should hmm, say. Thank um, you. I'm good at that. <laughs> I put the ass in assumption. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, it was like, because, uh, again, Peter was a photographer and had a uh, uh, really good knack at graphic design. Mm-hmm. So we were throwing, like, labels on bottles with, again, you know, common practice and homebrewing. And, yeah. But um, so, I'm tr- so we had, um, I can't even say the name of the stout because we immediately realized that was taken. And oh. we had zero money then, so not trying to... Uh, Fuck around with someone like no you, but, uh, you know. In a suit. <laughs> I'll so sue your ass wow. right now. Yeah, yeah, not even trying to go there. <laughs> I'm, you know, I, so I'm pro bono with so many breweries right now. Yeah, oh, so man. that was a pretty traditional stout. Then we basically realized the exact same thing with our pretty traditional American Amber, which <coughs> is the name was taken by probably my favorite brewery on. So okay, the, the did you system. not have the internet? In Maine, to look did, up other breweries' but names, I didn't have a lot of beers to buy where I was in Farmington, nor a lot of money to buy them. So I didn't have a uh, lot of um, 
awareness in some sense, I, I, I guess. Um, it didn't dawn on you, you that, naive. hey, I, I, so, was, okay. I was I was 20 slash 21, so <laughs> I feel like that's a prerequisite at that <laughs> time. Brewing yeah. at 20, yeah. All right. drinking All right, at 21. Yeah. So that's you great. were, were these naming your home brews? Correct. Okay, yeah. and, and then, then so when and you... Pete would make the... La- uh, Pete, Pete's my brother, Peter, okay. yeah. Right. Um, he'd make the... I'd, you know, sweat over making the beer and, and, yeah. and uh, obsessing over that, and Peter would... Make it look really pretty on the home, oh. just for, for homebrew. Correct. And I thought so this you, was commercial beer. That's why. Oh I was, yeah. yeah. Oh no, no. Yeah. This was, yeah. uh, way, way, way before that. So yeah. when you decided, hey, we're going to bring this portfolio of beers across to the production whenever that opens, we're going to bring these industrial? names, and that's when you realized, hey, these names are actually taken by breweries who are open already and. Blah blah blah. Correct. And so, you can't you can't say him at all because you didn't sell him, so you didn't do anything wrong. Know. In my my lawyerific right. opinion, <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe yeah. when uh, when he we can, when oh, we yeah. can talk about Thank where you. the name for our IPA came from, okay. uh, we can discuss that more. Okay, it's not worried about legalese; it's more just worried about uh, tying everything together in one nice little package. Okay, Christmas is upon us. By the way, <laughs> that's uh, true. It's, it's, uh, like seasonal. it or not, man. Yeah. Can't be a package. Um, Christmas and branding. <laughs> yeah. Best so, in a package. So anyway, that was kind of the first, the, the stout and the amber sort of got pushed onto the back burner, and mm-hmm. the, the other remaining beer was the IPA I was working a lot on, and, and that was what went on to become our flagship beer. It was the one for the next, uh, between when I graduated in college and when the brewery actually sold its first beer, it was about um, a year and a half, um, and that... Basically, that wow. IPA was what I worked on pretty obsessively for about two years in that in that sense. While you're waiting to get open and do yeah, all stuff. like okay. certainly wanted to you know not just do that because to keep 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 myself around more than anything. But uh, uh, the IPA was what uh, I lost sleep over basically. Wow, you were that you were that into it. I think Hester could back that up. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I was, I was well, that time you it. had the prospects of actually having a brewery, so you were like, you know. You don't have much of a choice when the yeah. bank is uh, bank is involved. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and so I met, was, when was this? I apologize. Yeah, How no long problem. ago was this? So I was, um, so this would have been, I graduated in 2012. Okay. Um, and then the brewery sold its first beer on December 7th, 8th of 2013. Okay. okay. One of those two dates. I'm sorry. I don't so have to four years ago, me. four or five years ago. Right. And okay. So about, yes. Yeah. Okay. Almost exactly four years ago. So we just had our fourth four year anniversary. Okay. Yeah. And what equipment did you open up with? What size? What uh, we opened with a 10 barrel system. 10 barrel. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So at the time, the IPA made sense. I mean, it still does, but IPA kind of rules craft beer in general. I'm sure the bank loved that. Where you know, I think you could easily track that or easily prove that people are buying this beer. This is going to be our first beer to be released. You know, how can you not? Sure, I. I uh, or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Sometimes, and uh, not because I don't like those types of beers, but just in terms of what we've what we do now. I remember there was also like allusions to like a kumquat goza and like <laughs> some other like <laughs> things that. Are probably not on the immediate horizon for us anytime soon. <laughs> okay, um, uh, just to try to you know round out our pitch, basically. Sure, but um, but yeah, I, in terms of just um, we don't have any rich uncles or anything like that. So the in the terms of breweries opening with a ten barrel system, uh, our portfolio was incredibly small, meaning one beer for uh, the first. Mm, Eight months we we were around, um, mm-hmm. and about half of that was 
just draft, and then for the second half of that, it was it was uh, the same beer still, but it was uh, basically split between cans and and draft. Okay, of that same, and beer. that's the uh, substance. Correct is yes. your is your flagship. Correct. Was it hazy from um, the jump? Not not to start. Okay. Yep. Not to start. All right. Um, I like it so far. Yeah. Um, that's too open-ended, literally, for me to even continue going with it until you give me a little more uh, yeah, a little more prompting on how, how do you want me to answer that. Um, what Lack made you <laughs> right? What made you decide to ruin a nice, clear beer? I'm, I'm a... I'm a masochist. <laughs> I, yeah, hate I, I hate myself. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, and I hate everyone. That's um, why you have a psychology degree. That's what I've always exactly. heard. Exactly. Yeah. You're putting it all together. Um, <laughs> no, but honestly, like, what, what, what's totally. the transition down that path? It was a few things. So we, uh, like, probably, especially at that time, most breweries brewing an IPA were using Kiko. And um, what? that beer... The... Uh, 1056. Yeah, 10 yeah. B6, oh, okay. yeah. Chico. Yeah. Chico. I think I saw Chico. a Kino on, on the, uh, on the uh, sign out there, and I didn't know really? if that was a hop I hadn't heard of that I added huh. when I was uh, <laughs> under the influence of someone. I don't know. But anyway, Chico yes. is what I intend to say. Um, okay. And uh, so and that I was, we were all very happy with that beer, but we kind of reached a point where, so that would have been um, about a year and a quarter, year and a half into brewing that beer, that we decided to um, add in a slightly more expressive yeast at, at that time. Okay. Um, just in terms of seeing the you know exponential amount of breweries opening, the exponential amount of breweries opening that were brewing exclusively IPAs. Right. Um, in terms of those things, like how do we define ourselves a little bit more? In okay. Care, especially when at that point we consider we maybe had three, four beers in our portfolio. Um, so that was really the impetus in that regard. So you were really just looking for a, a more more flavor from the yeast. You weren't necessarily going, you know what we can do is make is haze us up a little bit. because and Differentiation. It, yeah, hi, Nate. what it exactly. sounds like. Hey, what's hey, up, jerk? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> you're hey, the jerk, whoa. jerk. Very happy you're here. We will get into that later. Fun <laughs> yeah. to meet you, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Should I be scared? Great yes. Yes. I'm trying you. to figure out what's going on here. <laughs> Well, you're doing great so far. Yeah, I'm glad you made it, man. Thanks, thanks for thanks for coming in. So, is that the same yeast you're still using? The one that you selected when you wanted to take a split from one or do you did you change again since then? Nope, it, it is. Yeah, it's been the exact same yeast ever ever since we decided to make that change. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm very much of the school that, um, and this is we can talk more about this later, I suppose. But very much of the school that to to respect a yeast, you need to commit to it. Um, yeah, you got to and, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you mean? So you just brew lots of batches with it, stress it out, see what it does? Yeah. Um, it's maybe kind of become this, your house yeast since then, that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, that's a, except for our lagers, that's the only yeast we've used uh, since we decided to make that change. That's coming Maybe I wasn't yeah. paying attention. We're talking about a lending yeast? Like a, nope. Oh. And that's, I think, a misconception with a lot of... What is it? How would you describe this yeast? Like, What's it like? Um... It's not as far from Chico as you'd think. But it's it's proprietary, it sounds like, right? Or you don't want to at least, you don't want to tell anybody. Let's see where it goes. Okay. Let's it's see where Sacramento. this conversation goes. It's not the right, right time right, right, right to now to talk okay. about Wow. As, as we get into your beers, you'll yeah. be describing what yeah. it does to beer. Because that's East the most, Coast guys, that, that really is, I, I think, Tasty Nail, that's a, that is more important than what strain you use. And I think that so is a confusion process. that a lot of people think is like, throw fucking London 3 at it and it's going to be, you know, 
people be lining up. <laughs> that's the yeah. new. That's the mm-hmm. new kind of. This yeah. is what you want. Now, now thing. personally frustrates me a, a bit. But, yeah. Well, I, 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 how you do thing. I like the thought, or I like the, the where it came from. Is that you want more flavor out of the beer to set your beers apart from every single other IPA, and that's what kind of gets me about IPAs. Is they all you're you're painting with with three colors really versus using the, all the Crayolas in the box. That's what I hate about IPAs. Personally, <laughs> it bothers me a lot. Uh, like, why would you narrow your tell. things? Right. This is all I but, talk about. But, I, I, and you don't like the fourth color that no. our friends at Bissell Brothers. Well, added. that's fine. Now they're our friends. They don't have friendship bracelets, Warren. I know, they're but too I, extra. I like them more oh, than my what? new friend. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Mike does. Okay. You still have like two hours, Kim. You can. You She's can probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Amazon now, dude. <laughs> yeah, Amazon now. I got yeah. that on my. Keep your wrists away from Kim. Of course you do. No, but but honestly, I I like that. That's where you were. That's where we were coming with this. So you take this yeast. Did you know it it would turn out hazy, or was it just it, you poured it? And you're like, what is going on? I uh, de- yeah, definitely more the latter suggestion in terms of because again, it, like in terms of what you would read on, you know, the manufacturer's website. It's mm-hmm. not really a yeast that's supposed to do that at all. Okay. Um, hmm. And uh, again, you know, just trying to uh, dangle that. Slightly. Okay. I'm, I'm not really a proprietary guy, hence why I well, owe yeah. so much to the brewing network. It's, so I'm, it's it's not that I'm adverse to talking about. I just want to talk about it in the right context. Yeah, you're just, you're just messing yeah. with us. Oh, I, well, appreciate you're right. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Let's get yeah. the right to the context. How do you use that yeast to, to get the result that you're looking for? Probably like most people use the uh, yeast in the way their results, a lot of trial and error. You, yeah. But do, I mean, do you dry hop early or do you temperature? What, what do you do that makes it? Makes it do what you want it to do. Well, actually, before we get into that, because I, I, I want to see how it developed, which to me is is, is important. Sure. Just, uh, I don't know why. Cause so, I'm uh, kind of, I guess, by my uh, ignorance, I can say at this point, uh, what, uh, two, yeah, two and a half years later. Yeah, two and a half years later, um, I pretty much thought our beer's appearance wouldn't change at all. I thought that maybe we could get a slightly uh, larger and more um, supportive ester profile out of that strain, but uh, nobody would really notice except us. We could go from there. Mm -hmm. Um, So it came out, it came out cloudy, came out hazy. Wouldn't would it would it drop? Did it clear in the tank? And this is I don't know where I'm going with this, but just I'm happy to talk about whatever. Yeah, Yeah. I really am. Because for for me, the the key for me to understanding. This style is is how you came upon wanting to do it. So when you pitched that yeast, did you add the oats or did you do late hopping or do any of the things that, that now everybody's doing? I, the recipe beyond the yeast selection was identical to okay. how it had been for uh, that previous year and a half. Okay, and then um, so how did you get it between from then to to now? Did you adjust the water? Okay, not that much. So I mean, basically slow tweaks thing. as just uh, probably any brewery does is like you. Especially when you're actually charging money for your beer, <laughs> you're, you're not you're not looking to make drastic changes that shock anyone. Yeah. So that was not our intention at all. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to interpret that, everyone was shocked, including myself, yeah. in terms of how we, you know, did everything identical except this yeast change that on paper should have been pretty minute in terms of uh, finished product and. Uh, Did you shit yourself? Like, I would shit myself. A little bit, I would yeah, go like, yeah, what have I done? Definitely. Especially coming from a home brewer standpoint of all, we, we all drive to get our beers clear. 
We all drive to, to this like weird perfection. Not thing. anymore. Not but, 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 right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. But, but yes. And, but that's where you kind of yeah. came from. So for me, pulling the, sure. pouring that first pint out of that fermenter is like what? What did I do? So you put it on tap. Yep. And um, and what happened? Um, a lot of people were angry at us for calling it the same beer. Mm-hmm. Was first and foremost, or, or maybe not angry, but called us out on the fact that we still call this this is substance sale. Okay. Um, but fl- in terms of profile, it was different, but not anywhere close to so different that you could not call it the same beer. It was okay, the really? exact same beer with a tweak. Okay. Um, and that tweak was one of those four basic ingredients that you tweak, generally. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, um, but it wasn't, just want to reiterate, it wasn't as drastic of a tweak as as would be expected. You're not, like, reformulating everything and doing all this? Literally everything in terms of grist. Uh, you know, hopping rate, okay. pitching rate, aeration, everything was identical to how it had been in the previous batch. Okay. Well, was uh, this beer got it. Cl- crystal clear? It would, it would be like, um, uh, uh, it's hard for me to just, because not a lot of like awesome West Coast IPAs make it to Maine <laughs> that are fresh. Sure. <laughs> so it's hard for me right. to, but like I would, I would say, um, can you help me out, Mike, with the, like an example of maybe what, substance would it look like um i don't want to throw main beer company under the bus no, no man not no. throwing them under the bus i love their beers but be kind of that sort of haze level of terms of they're well, not if they're fresh it's not you can't see your fingernail through the glass but it's like Mike, give me a west coast example of what the hell he's talking about pupil maybe yeah, pupil? yeah okay. fresh pupil yeah. would be actually a great example yeah. thank you for that yeah um and then would be pretty much <laughs> yeah uh pretty much Crystal clear within three or four weeks in, okay. in, in the in the package. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so people were originally upset. What turned What turned the tide? First of all, wh- wh- how big was this kind of haze craze out on the East Coast at this time? Was it a thing or was it? Give, um, clue me in on that. It's hard to even recall in some ways. It, it obviously was just a shell, of course, of what mm-hmm. it is now. Yeah. And. Even the term haze craze makes me like shrivel a little bit. Trust me, just to, just to be, have that be on record. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, but I appreciate. Oh, no, it. you got to own it now. Yeah. Well, I, but, like, own the shrivel. I don't own it in the sense that it's not what makes our beer our beer. Yeah, is, is really what I like to stand behind. Is mm. that's okay. not the characteristic of our beer. It might be a secondary characteristic of what is going on. We can talk about that later. But I. Um, well, what is the what is the main characteristic of your beer? Would you say? Uh, <laughs> good beer with haze. Well, uh, good beer. I think. I think you strip that, strip the second part of that. In, mm-hmm. in, in, in my yeah. interpretation of it, it's, right. it's good beer. Okay. Yeah. Thames beer. Yeah. It's good hoppy beer. Okay. So it was the haze was still a, a shell, still forming out there. Yeah. So like at that time, uh, not to not to interrupt you, but no, no. ask uh, answering do. the original question, um, like in terms of where that quote-unquote style gets its name i mean vermont vermont breweries yeah so uh i won't even name yeah vermont breweries i guess yeah it'd be the the easiest way to answer that okay sure we answer i know a lot of those so how long did it take for people to turn the tide a little bit and start accepting the cloudy version of the clear beer that they liked so much um for 
us, there wasn't a choice in a sense that either we were going to go under or uh, they would accept it because in terms of kind of the things I mentioned, in terms of the yeah. beer, at the end of the day, really was not that different. Okay. Um, but there was an added element that, in my opinion, still really added to make that beer, one, more unique, and be just better. Um, okay. So I, I think... Whoever wouldn't have accepted that probably does not drink our beer anymore. And then uh, whoever whoever uh, whoever did was hopefully became a proponent of like it's not that it's, so it, it's not it's not um um you know a fundamental characteristic right of, it, it, of it didn't change the core of the beer drink as a beer yeah. right I mean even in in home brewing you know you get in a competition you get three points knocked off for two points for for cloudiness or whatever right Nate two yeah, points probably three, three points for appearance only three so. points total for appearance yeah too as well so. so it shouldn't matter too much if everything else tasted the same so that's cool so then how does this idea blossom uh, in your brewery into you know I mean every beer we have in front of us is is hazy how does that how does that uh, how does that happen? Uh, it's really kind of uh, <laughs> tying sort of what I I said in terms of like okay we like the characteristic it added and that point that we had made that yeast switch our our I sound like a fucking huge distributor when I say the word portfolio <laughs> and it's it's I don't just talking skews it's legitimate man. It, 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 it's, cool. yeah. it's not yeah. it's not yeah. that but in terms of the the we have four skews we made were, was were still quite small. Yeah. And uh, again, I'm I'm really a big proponent of the concept that like to know a yeast, you need to use that yeast a lot. So you dug it, you dug the flavor that it kicked out. Yep. And uh, even though customers were like, "This is not my brand, my brand," you're like, "You know what? I really dig it. Let's see what we can do with it." Yes. I like that. I yep. respect that, yep. man. That's uh, you know that's going against the grain in some respects. I think you know you're not at that point. You're not making beer for. For any reason other than you, you think it's good, and this is what you enjoy. Yeah, yeah. The old adage that brewers, brewers brew what they like to drink, which is uh, yeah, which is <laughs> ultimately very true, but also has uh, sort of relations to it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, like, we we decided <laughs> like to stick with that. If it sucks, you're going to change. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. As long uh, as it so sells. We, <laughs> well. <laughs> That yeah, too. I yeah. mean, it's it's like it's reality. You, you're you are a production brewer. You're not right. a home brewer anymore exactly. at that right. point. And that's yeah. what was is still to this day like a, a, a conflicting thing. Sometimes, sure. you know, when you want to hmm. be like you, I don't know, fucking have some good mushrooms and some pasta dish you eat, and it's like, man, that's like that earthy flavor is amazing. Like, guess what? Throw mushrooms in a beer, no one will buy it. <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh, you reserve <laughs> that for a, a very small, you know, pilot batch or whatever, and that's. That is the that is the trade that you you do when you actually want to sell your beer and yeah. not just brew it. Yeah, um, that's yeah. why you haven't made a Rauch beer yet. Makes sense, <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's why we're slowly making lagers. Yeah, because <laughs> if it, it wasn't for that, you know, we'd have a few IPAs and then like eight lagers. I would appreciate that. Uh, how much of your production is lagers versus? ales at this point approximately you think so again we're in the really early stages of that we just got um in august we just got two so now we have a 20 barrel uh brew house just oh, for, okay. for the record yep um but uh so we just got two 40 barrel horizontal lagering tanks oh, nice. in, in the sense that just the way our our space is <laughs> adding more fermenters right now just really is infeasible mm-hmm. so the to be able to stack uh stack 40 barrel tanks was was the move um, so right now, I would say that lagers are uh, 
under t- between five and ten percent. Is prove it a new thing yeah. for you? Prove it. Thing. Show me the books. Prove but it. But increase. <laughs> Ask Peter. Yeah, yeah. That's that's his job. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tacey. Go ahead. So, but that's increasing. It sounds like you're just getting going with the bigger e- exactly. Thing. Yep. Uh, the um, the idea is to slowly again with uh, being totally honest and in, in, re- in respect to you know we have business strategy. Eighteen employees. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah, I think that's including everyone. Okay, so 20, 20 employees total, including myself, and my brother. Yeah. Um, in respect to not wanting to suddenly say like, yeah, we're fucking close. Sorry. To two of those other eighteen people, other than yeah. my brother and myself, um, in terms of slowly trying to educate and um, also make sure we our loggers are really good. So loggers, you see as a, a good a business strategy in terms of like what people are going to want to have next kind of thing. Uh, Those are some pretty it's a, it's a mix. It's a mix. It's, it's what I want to have next. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. In, in Most importantly, to that right. old adage, but it's also you have to respect what people are willing to drink and, and yeah. what they're willing to actually buy. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of where loggers are for now. I, I would love to shove those down people's throats. God, me too, how, man. That's just not how, you know. It's, we try. Warren yeah. and I try on this show. We yep. try very hard. And we're trying, too. And we're going to be trying Thank harder you. and harder. Yeah. Because right. uh, that is the beer style at the end of the day when you strip everything else out the beer right. all day. Yeah. Yeah. Except, uh, like, clay pot beer. <laughs> you, you know, if you really want to get back to Mesopotamia. But, yeah. but uh, in, in the sense of um, history, that is kind of the beer style. So I think... Um, it's important to recognize that and to respect that and try to perpetuate that. And the truth is, they're really fucking good when made well. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! yeah. Um, we have a ton of beer in front of us, so I want to have I want to get into one beer. We can talk about that, then we'll take a break, and then we'll come back, have some more conversation, um, talk about the business growth, talk about your other lines, talk about what you're doing, what you want to do in the future, and of course, you know, the feedback online and all that kind of fun stuff. Because for me, that's what I, I, I think that's amazing. So We're going to learn more about this yeast, too. We haven't given up on that. Yeah. That's correct. And I'm, again, very happy to talk about it. And, <laughs> in, and let, weird, let us, in weird <laughs> tangential doses. And let us not forget just my, let my bowing together. down to this uh-huh. man, Nathan Smith, right Oh, here. Yeah. Well, be, thank you. Yeah. We can do that whenever, but the that, Silver that's Fox. an important part of this story. I think anyone yeah. remembers me. That's awesome. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I do. remembers me. Doc got a wig. It's weird. That's true. He did. <laughs> um, He's just as old, too. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that is true. It doesn't reverse. Uh, what's the first beer we have here? Let's talk about this. Do we know this? Be Frankly, I don't Substance. know anymore. I, I Substance? The first one? Sorry, Ben. On the left? Go ahead. Oh. It's oh, uh, right? Substance, and then the one that starts with the D that I can't say? Diavoletto. That one? Yeah. Okay. And then Big Small Big World. Small. Cool. Okay. Thank you very much, Beverly. So this is Substance. This is the beer. Yeah, definitely substance. Yes, yep. What do you guys think of the of the aroma there? Great aroma, almost a perfumey kind of a flowery. Oh, it's really great. <laughs> Lots of conferring. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm making a note so I don't uh, I don't okay. forget about this. Uh, Unfortunately, you might be a little disappointed because there's not a ton of sexy hops in this one. So uh, what's a sexy hop? Um, Mosaic. And oh come on! Is that what yeah. those are? Those yeah. the big the big oh, citrus. Yeah. Citra, um, Simcoe, Mosaic. Shall we continue? Yeah. <laughs> Cascade. No, no. HBC okay. 300. Oh, that's it. I need new pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my God. I, yes. I wore my rubber, my rubber underwear, so I'm good. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Fine. Yeah. So what's the ABV on this beer? And uh, This uh, is about 6.5%. Six six uh, yeah, 65 on on the label. And, you know, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so six and a half Nominally, percent, I yeah. should say. Sorry, TTP. Sure. Um, I, man, you know, I tell you, it 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 uh, it, it smells good. Mm-hmm. It's got Thank nice you so much. And for the record, for the record, you know, this beer's been sitting here for like almost at least an hour. Am I well, am I am I wrong in that? Yeah, no, I think you're about forty five minutes. Okay. Sure, between forty five and an hour. Do yeah. not touch a beer. Just let, let that be said on the record. That's a lot to just let a beer, a half, sit. A half pour, no, just yeah. sit on a table. Just hanging out. It's yeah. still well carbonated. And it's got a lot of... They had of, to handcuff us from home, drinking it. Stand. It's good. Most of the hazy beers we drink out here are really still. Like There's no sign of foam. Yeah. And yeah. to your credit also, there's not a layer of sediment at the bottom of the glass. <laughs> well, give it That's time. I've, and both well, of I've, I've had things that... Add, you had some Frankly, do drive yes. you crazy, but that's literally uh, is uh, beyond us. That's the super session. I, I have not, had. That's not, that's not I don't here. think you could pitch this, Warren. <laughs> I've no. had hazy beers you, that, so in this amount of time, have had a quarter down, inch yeah. of sediment so at the bottom of my pint glass. Sediment in the in the in the vessel or the in the in the pour. For instance, if it's a keg, sediment is that a, is that a fail? I wouldn't say it, it's it's uh, so subjective in the sense that like sediment. Like that can mean a lot of things in terms of a okay, but what settles five fifteen. Okay, so yeah. what settles in a in a vessel of beer? It's yeast, right? Because that's the only thing that the, the polyphenols are they not they're not subjected to the gravity, right? I mean, I'm, yes and no. I'm yeah, learning. Yeah, yes and no. I'm not telling you. I'm asking. Well, so am I. Yeah, and the, and that's I I think another important part of what I would like to say um, that that's like everyone's learning. Um, yeah. In hmm. terms of this sort of style of beer, in terms of what what it means and why it's a thing that people like, people hate, and why it's something that nobody can really articulately yeah. say, like, this is what it is. Now, um, the beer right. is probably referring more to, like, particles, chunks in the, in the, in the glass, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was yeah. a clear that, that's layer. A, that's a total sediment, fail. Yeah. yeah. So if, we, if this beer sat here for 45 minutes and there was... Anything perceptible in the bottom of the glass, I would, I'd probably walk out that door and cool. and head back we, to me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be a fail, yes, in, uh, in that sense. All right, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna try it. Are you ready? I think to I'm actually drink put it, it in your mouth. It, I'm actually really ready to to, to do it because you know we've had we had one East Coast example. It didn't. I think it maybe didn't travel well, whatever. And we've had a lot of West Coast examples. So this is the first like. This is the thing that everybody tells you. The Bissell brought. You have to try the. So I'm going to try it now, and I'm I'm a little nervous. I'm shaking. All right, I'm, I'm watching. Nervous. Okay, you're gonna love it, Jason. Give me a heads up. It's really good. Mm. Oh, just okay. needs a new keyboard. I pretended to throw. Out. Um, I don't know. I don't. Hmm. I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> It's very complex. All right. That's why. We need to break it down. There's esters going on. There's malt going on. There's hops going on. There's all these things, but it's a hop-driven beer still. It's, yeah, it's, oh God, it's weird. I feel like I'm going to trip on LSD. It's like. True tasting. There's also LSD in it. Oh, shit. That is, that it's going to get better from here. Right? Yeah. I, I'm sorry I neglected that. That's the yeast. That oh, really. turns out there's no yeast. Yeah. It's yeah. just LSD. Yeah. Shit. It's it, a crazy attenuator. Past zero, you know? Yeah. 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 If, for me, and, and I don't know why, I, I'm, I'm tasting this beer visually, and I, I don't know what that means, so just, you know, pardon. My, mm. But it's like it's like if you took a, 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 a an IPA um, and you split it down the middle, for some reason, and all like the hop flavors—it's real weird. But just stick with me, Warren. All the hop flavor came to the side, and then down the front, it's like this 
just like a velvet carpet of of malt. And you know, like when you drink, when I drink an IPA, normally it's just like here it, it's hops and malt, and this is the thing, and this is what you're drinking. Sure. But this for me is is kind of very, I don't know, segmented and and um, uh, but but whole at the same time. I don't know how to describe it. Hmm. It sounds like you're describing a really good beer. <laughs> Almost. It, it's it, I, I, the mouth feels very. We're very not there yet. Soft. Sorry, we're not. Soft. I had to jump in when you <laughs> well, gave, gave me that. He could yeah. be describing a good beer, but he's not saying whether or not he likes it or not no it's it's we're waiting for that I, I'm, I'm telling no. you that it's <laughs> it, you. it's unlike any beer i've ever had yes this is not listen this beer is not like the beers that we've had that are hazy these are the better ones correct can it's i also interject totally different thing? no and, yeah i'm sorry no go ahead no go ahead i just want to give a shout out to mike sardina because this is Maybe at the moment, anyway. One, right over there. one of his top three favorite beers. I'm not going to speak for you too much, but you. I Come know on, you Mike. Like this you can do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't argue with you guys. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Sardine is probably the biggest proponent of substance ale on uh, anywhere. Planet. Yeah, yeah. I don't think a lot of people in other planets are drinking this beer, <laughs> so we can safely you say anywhere. Know. Yeah, it does taste. Um, there is like a citrus, like a, rind, a citrus rind. Um, like a nice developed orange rind kind of a thing, which is very pleasant. Um, the malt, the the water tastes very soft. It's not it's not aggressive. It is very rounded. It is it is it is a very well made beer. Thank you. I uh, and I, I I almost threw up saying that, but I'm gonna head back to Maine. I um, uh, I got what I wanted, and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have a good right. night. And we're taking no. Um, <laughs> God, this I I can't figure it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit and try to figure it out the break. Um, because in, in my mind, when it, when it says IPA, I want that malt, I want that separation flavor, I want that that bite, and this doesn't have that. It tastes like maybe like a like a strong pale ale that has some hops to it. Mm-hmm. Um, is that just the? I mean, that's just the the style. I guess I have to get over that. Is that what you're telling me? What? Like you're not going to change. <laughs> I have to change. He is the problem. Is that what yeah. you're telling him? Thank you, one <laughs> co-counsel. Yeah, you're right. I, yeah, yes I and no. I, mean, I, I, in terms of hoppy, relatively modest ABV beers, yeah. I feel like it's semantics in terms of what you would call it. In terms of the yes. yeah, yeah, you're you you're a homebrew. Yeah. You need you categorize some shit. Like I, you know, that's what's been hard for me. Like, why are we calling it an IPA? Honestly, why are we calling it an IPA if it's if it's if it doesn't match the the flavor descriptors of an IPA? Like, what is the ABV on this, for example? Six. And, that, and that's six. exactly the, it's, okay. It's exactly mm-hmm. So it's right point. in between I, in that I would sense say too. It's yeah. six. It's a six and a half percent more mm-hmm. or less. And I would say that's why this is our IPA. Yeah. And uh, yeah. In terms of our thought process, you know. <laughs> Five do, plus years ago. Do you feel? Uh, do you feel like you're you're developing a new style? Like, do you feel that, or are you just making beer that you want to drink, and it doesn't doesn't really matter? Uh, do you see what I'm saying? Are, are you are you are you pushing for any IPA to be its own thing so everyone can stop? So Warren and I can stop crying about how they're infiltrating a style of IPA that we don't actually drink, anyways. I'm certainly not, and also, like, it's not like I woke woke up one day and was like. I'm gonna make this. Like this I'm is gonna a, move like, the industry. Like, you know, kind of a collective conscious thing, in uh, yeah. in some regards, uh, that like this is not our style of beer. It is is our style of beer in addition to a lot of lot of other breweries' style of beer making just as good of quote unquote examples. I would say because <laughs> like I, I I do feel 
a little bit wishy washy on the on that even being a term. Uh, Do you? I, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I have definitely mixed feelings on it because I, again, going back to semantics, it's like why does it really need to be pigeonholed into a thing? It's I like, don't know. It's a really good hoppy beer. Because well, you're a psychologist. We're, we're human beings. Oh, I'm a psychologist. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right, Thank yeah. you for giving me that free PhD. You're welcome. I really appreciate you're welcome. that. Yeah. Are you all about yeah. categorizing yeah. things? Yeah, but like, don't we have to do that as human beings? Anyway, like to understand shit that we have to to do the things, right. which is why we call it. I mean, we. For the record, we tried to call it. I mean, the name of this beer. If you mm-hmm. if you actually look at the name of the beer, is the no, substance do ale. It's not the substance huh. IPA. It's not the substance pale ale. It's not the substance hoppy ale. It's not, it's not any mm-hmm. of those things. The substance mm-hmm. ale, and that was like even before we made you know the, the yeast change or or whatever we were talking about is like it's we wanted to make a really good hoppy beer that we wanted to drink and i know okay. it's such bullshit to even verbalize it's like, like the every uh, it's like the beer e- i wanted to drink every answer ever at the yeah. end of the day it should be true right in addition to a bunch of other factors that should also be true and then you should also admit to but that's yeah. why it's every answer ever at the same time exactly because you got yes. into the business brewing beers that you like and hopefully other people liked them and you continued that and it sounds like you're here. Let me take a let's take a break because uh, we need a break. <laughs> Why is there smoke coming out of your head? Yeah, I don't know. he's fuming right Jason's now. Jason's mind is blown. I'm we broken. Have to take a pause. You broke me right now. I need to go chug a PBR <laughs> just to clear <laughs> just to clear the thing. Uh, no, we're going to be right back with Noah Bissell from, of course, Bissell Brothers. We're drinking hazy IPA today, boys, and uh, you know that's uh, that might not be a bad thing. And girls, the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and a homebrewer's answer book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any any brewer, whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, 
SantaClean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five Star Treatment today. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. If you work in retail sales, the restaurant industry, or are a new craft beer enthusiast, or you know someone who is, you have got to check out Beer 101. Beer 101 is an online course created for anyone wanting a quick introduction to the vast world of craft beer. Beer 101 covers the history of beer, brewing ingredients and processes, vital stats like ABV, SRM, IBU and gravity, styles, tasting, glassware, and pairing beer with food. The Beer 101 course is offered by the Brewers Association at craftbeer.com, also home to the truly awesome Beer Style Finder, a visual guide to every beer style. Quickly play with color, bitterness, and alcohol content to interactively explore the entire world of beer styles with a gorgeously designed interface to your favorite beverage. The new Beer 101 course and new Beer Style Finder are only available at craftbeer.com. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. Hey guys, what'll it be? I'm not sure. What do you recommend? A lot of people seem to like the Hefeweizen. Is that a German Hefeweizen or more of an American-style wheat beer? I'm not sure, but I can give you a taste. Okay, great. Great. The Cicerone Certification Program certifies and educates beer professionals in order to elevate the beer experience for consumers. Unfortunately, not every bar is staffed with certified beer servers who can guide their customers through a beer list. Here you go, guys. Let me know what you think of the Hefeweizen. Oh, yeah. That's definitely more of an American meat. But I can hardly tell because this beer just smells like sour butter. I wonder how long it's been since they cleaned the draft line. Yeah, and look at the bubbles on the side of the glass. It's filthy. Somebody should tell these guys about the Cicerone program. For sure. How about we head somewhere else for another beer? Your server should give beer the same respect you do. Request quality. The Cicerone certification program offers four levels of beer certification, in-person classes, and course books for beer professionals. Check them out at Cicerone.org. The Cicerone Certification Program. We know beer. Hi, this is Tyler from Libertine Brewing Company in the Central Coast of California. You're listening to Brewing Network, The Session. It sucks. Does it suck? It sucks. But that's what's good about it, is that it sucks, right? 
All right. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out on the session. The Moon Network Dugout. Hope you're enjoying the show. I'm enjoying the show. Um, I'm tripping out about it still. I was just talking to Mike. I was like, I'm I'm tripping out. This is a weird. This is weird. It's a weird day. It's been a weird day in general for me because you know I just became a lawyer. But um, yeah, I don't know. But you know what's not weird? Tasty, great fermentations. Oh yeah. The people at Great Fermentations. You know they have the largest catalog of Blickman products on the entire web. I know that from last time we talked about this. That's true. That's true. Uh, and their staff is some of the best trained in the business on using those products. So, you know, if you buy a Blickman product from Great Fermentations, they're going to be the ones to properly tell you how to actually use the thing. Nice. Which is, which is very, important. very important. They offer top-notch customer service, same-day shipping on many items. Check them out, greatfermentations.com. They're all over social media at GR8 Fermentation. So uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Greatfermentations.com. Uh, I think we're getting a phone call, All right. which is kind of cool, I think. Let's, please. It might also be awful. <laughs> it might be terrible. Do you know who this is? Do you know who we're getting a phone call from? There, no? Telling, not knowing. Hmm. Paul? Paul. We have a, a Paul on the line. Definitely <laughs> accept that. I don't know why. Definitely accept it. Let's see if I can do it right. Paul, are you on the phone with us? Yeah, yeah. This is Paul Banana. Hi, Paul. How's it going, man? Um, what uh, what can we help you out with? Is Noah Bissell on the line? Uh, is Noah on the line? Uh, yes, Noah is right here. Would you like to speak with him? Yeah, yeah hi. I'd like to speak to uh, Noah Bissell. Uh, okay, hold on, please. Let me get in for you. Uh, yes, uh, Noah's uh, right here. Hold on, please. Yes, Noah, go ahead. Hi, this is Mr. Bissell. Is this Mr. Yeah. Bananas? Yeah, hi. This is uh, Paulie Bananas. Uh, to you straight from Worcester, Massachusetts. Worcester. Uh, a couple questions for you. Uh, hit me. One. Uh, so real quick, one. Yes? When can I see your son in my local bar? Not anytime soon. Question. Did you see? Hey, hold on, real quick. Did you see the game that touchdown Tommy put on Sunday night? The Pats are awesome. New England strong, baby. Yep, Tommy won too. Yes, absolutely. I have someone else here with me, real quick, that wants to speak to you. I feel like I just watched uh, some. I don't know some weird indie film. A Casey Affleck number. <laughs> If someone asks me how I like apples, I'm hanging up on whoever the fuck this is. Uh, and they left. They're gone, I guess. Well, the right, biggest answer is unfair. I'm assuming we know who that was. No. No? I've never, <laughs> never met that guy. Good I just, answer. I really, I really like potassium. <laughs> Good answer. <clears throat> okay, so... Um, I was trying the IPA again, and I still haven't figured it out. That's the idea. You're a beer behind. Is it? Is that the point? To a degree, yeah. Not figuring it out? Mike? Within, within five minutes. I, I didn't like every, every single sip uh, be a little bit different. Yeah. He is slow. Mike was uh, about to rip into me uh, during the break. Go ahead, Mike. Ask me your question. You were going to ask me a question about, about like, uh, categorization oh. or something like that. Oh, well, yeah, do yeah, it. I mean, do it right now. You had brought up, um, you know, 
why why do you call it what you call it or what what do you even why do you call it what you call it or what do you even call it and yeah. you know i think again noah was saying you know it's the substance ale but it we also call it the flagship ipa mm-hmm. and i think in, in like a, a style new england style ipa whatever again you want to put 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 a put a name to it i think within that category or whatever it is that is is certainly the thing in the part of the country where i live now yeah um, that beer is particularly balanced it's got malt character um which not a lot of those beers do it's got a very soft body and mouthfeel it's something you want to drink again um and let's not go too far (laughs) i'm kidding (laughs) but it it, uh and then i just totally am Derailed. <laughs> you were about to be outlawed. I do all the time. And then, yeah. but, but I no. rest my jaw. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. in, in, in a sea of like double IPA um, mm-hmm. examples of 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 that, um, you know, the style. Um, it's you know six and a half percent. Something you can have more than one pint of, and yeah. it's, it's, it's 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 interesting, and it really is the beer that I truly enjoy most from the beer that we brew. I mean, specifically, you had said, um, you know, it, it, in a style that's that's quite often out of balance anyways, mm-hmm. why does it matter if if it doesn't have the malt, or if it has a smoother malt character than anything else? Or a, a paraphrasing of kind of what you say, which I think is, is it's true. A, it's a beer that has character. And it's right. a beer that is actually, a, you know, beer as opposed to, you know, juice or whatever you want to... <laughs> right call it yeah it's a really well done example of uh this style yeah would you say you guys made made the style or help push the style or promote the style or does it matter does the the, the theme of the discipline right yeah thank you (laughs) or do things like that even like register on your radar at all like do you really give a shit no i mean i i I need you to though (laughs) throw throw some smack down man come on let's go those dicks that can you uh, ask the origin before tired you hands or whatever speaking a language I'm not sure which but uh, I, can you can you actually ask yeah yeah Jesus questions. spoke through me yeah. for a second it's fine it's parcel tongue right I've heard yes of that. Yeah. it is mm-hmm. um, no but uh, really the, the as far as the style and pushing the style do you do you care if people consider you one of the pioneers of the style are you one of the pioneers of the style I still don't really know the timeline and maybe it doesn't sound like there is one. Because you guys are the one that people talk about the most, in my on my radar. I would say which is very small. I would yeah. I would say a definitive no to the first question. Okay. Um. I would say a. You said, did we help pioneer? It was sure. the second question. Yeah, sure. I honestly forget. We don't remember. I asked so many questions, man. <laughs> this is JP. Did you help pioneer the style? <laughs> it um, sounds like me. Oh, wow. Uh, did you good, say that? That sounds was like amazing. Good, sounds like a good dude. Yeah. Uh, well. Maybe, but there's no... Maybe not. And really, is that's not part of why we make substance. You don't care, right? That's the thing. It's, it's very not, genuinely do not care yeah. in terms of developing a style. I like that. That, that, that is very definitive. And then the okay. third part was... Um, another know. one I felt strongly on, but uh, <laughs> you, have, you have a bunch of computer technology there. Yeah, yeah. What do you say? Yeah. Wait, oh, God, wow. I wish this was like Are a running know, commentary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. We uh, got to roll it back like the court reporting machine. Your Honor. I'm pretty sure I also felt no about the last question, but I don't also <laughs> remember what it was. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Let's try the other right beer. On. Let's try the second beer. Yeah, but, there, but there is something happening around this style and a ton of interest in it. And maybe if you don't want to own it necessarily, you, you should take some uh, credit for helping define it. 
I guess, and it maybe <laughs> not just you yourself, mm. but a lot of the other brewers that are contributing yeah. to it. I think there's a the there's a there's a difference. There. Yeah, there's a difference between doing that if you, if you, if somebody walked in the room and you're wearing a T-shirt that says like. I am the haze craze or whatever. Then you are like, okay, this guy is whatever. But no, it's not like that. I have five of those shirts. <laughs> yeah. oh, never mind, I'm out of here. They're, I'm wearing them all right yeah, now. They're but, all uh, dirty. You uh, that that reminded me of what you actually asked is like, are we one of the most talked about ones? And I, um, a not really important as long as we can sustain a, a business mm-hmm. and, and actually live by making beer, but. Um, I definitely do not think we are one of the most talked about ones, at least in the Northeast. Uh, maybe, you know, top ten or whatever, but it's not something that I... I think there's only us, eight, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's one in each state, yeah. All right, I got you. Exactly, yeah. But it's not, yeah, but... Um, I got you. But it's not... The, the style part is kind of what grind my grinds my gears maybe a little extreme. Um, gears are very you know fragile things, and that really sucks if you grind them too hard. They're also hmm. very they're also highly grindable. So <laughs> well, watch heard, out for that. Heard the, the <laughs> some gears more than others. The New England style IPA a lot. So the gr- the gears are pretty pretty worn. Okay, um, and you don't like that. The, the, you don't the, like that name. The style part just I think that's. Grossly overemphasized in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's still being defined, or you don't think it deserves a separate style definition? I don't think it doesn't deserve a separate style definition, but I also don't think that it's really a worthy goal to push a style forward. Per mm-hmm. se. You don't want to self promote on that behalf. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I think if yeah. you talk to any mm-hmm. brewer or, frankly, any drinker that genuinely cares about beer, it's, it's about. Beer being an enjoyable thing in a glass. It's not about. Yeah, may, maybe for you because there's a bit a lot, a lot of names. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of enumeration and that's true. And a lot of that is is you know me trying to be funny. But um, for me as a beer drinker, I, I look on the thing and on the board and I go a pale ale. I know about. I know what I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. A, lo- a pilsner. I know what I'm going to mm-hmm. get. Although, I, oddly enough, Warren, I picked the two categories that have now since been demolished by warm fermentation <laughs> and low body pale ales. Right, but the, the point's the same, right? Like I use I use the categorizations to know what I'm going to get. But I think I don't know. I guess I'm fine with it just being a broad categorization. Well, it's a good I, point. I like I would like our beers to be classified, like or at least the you know. Probably what eighty percent, eighty five percent of the beers we make to be categorized as you know pale ale, IPA, or double IPA, and I, I think yeah. for me that's as far as it needs to go. Well, what about the consumer? Don't they need some sort of indication how what the haze character is? Well, the other kind of end of that is like we're not pouring in Concord, California. So fuck us is what well, he just said. So it's no, it's well, like no, no. Chinese food is not Chinese food well, in China. It's expected for the region that is hazy so that you just put IPA on the menu and that's it. Precisely. Like, is I, that, right? Really? Yeah. Really? That's yeah, it? You don't, so. have to, you don't have to state that it's hazy or bars don't or whatever. It's just that's what it is? I suppose it depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. Right now, you're talking to me. <laughs> so I would, True. I would say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, well, then, and I'm not uh, saying you're wrong. No, I'm, not, I'm genuinely curious. Not at all. But it, yeah, yeah. For, for, for me, yeah, that that's a, that is as far as it needs to go. And, okay. And um, that's kind of where, you know, beer education and, you know, education of uh, workforce and bartenders kind of comes into play. And, you know, who is serving the beer should know be able to tell you a little bit more about what 
and that's beer. I mean, okay. like, why would you ever drink any other beer except one beer in each style that has ever been delineated? Right. If that wasn't the the only example that anyone ever needed. Uh, okay. So, so I think that's where kind of like these nuances come into play, and it it shouldn't. We shouldn't get hung up on that shit. Is that what you're saying? Whoever's pouring you the beer and taking your money should be able to tell you, kind of push you in one direction or the other. Right. And um, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that should be standard. Mm -hmm. So, no, would you rather have... So, maybe kind of like you were talking about in the previous segment, you'd rather just sell the beer with a name and not necessarily attach a style to it in in some cases, maybe not every case. I I would say in most cases, for me... Um, obviously, I, I like beer a lot and drink beer a lot and seek beer out a lot. And, you know, I'm, I'm really in this. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. but I... Uh, You're not I, just hanging out. Yeah, well, <laughs> killing yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for better or worse, yeah. Okay. <laughs> not killing time anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, 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 for me, think that it, it, in terms of, especially in relation to sort of the movement of how craft brewers operate getting smaller and smaller and more localized and more localized that isn't that part of it it shouldn't need to be that big of a part of the equation anymore okay of course i say this in california when we've been here for four days and you know there's it's kind of been hard for me to get a really great example of a west coast ipa or a a really poor example of a West Coast IPA. There's not a lot of West Coast IPAs on the West Coast anymore. Right. At least in you. my very small... They're on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, in this very small window, what I've seen, maybe I haven't been going to the right places, but and for me... Come down to Loma. <laughs> and, that, and, that's, and that's totally... I'm not <laughs> saying, like, you know, it's, I've been everywhere. There's nothing. Yeah, it's just what a fact of, you yeah, know, what, the, like, ten places we've been or, or whatever. There's yeah. not a... Um, that's been frustrating for me. Just as we, uh, when do you fly home? When do you go home? We go home first thing tomorrow morning. Damn it! Yeah, because oh. you I should know, go to I Faction, know. and then yeah, I was going to say close. if you if you Ooh, did, let's just go right now. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say if, also, if for you. For the record, let me just give uh, Mike a plug. Yeah. Highly recommended it many times. It just oh. just didn't work out yeah. in terms of well, how and, much and, time and, we and had. that's fine. Yeah. I was going to say, and so when you come back, and you maybe happen to meet Roger, just don't tell him where you work. Just you're just a guy because he'll cut you. He's very anti. I'm. I'm, I'm I'll kidding. cut you. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> he'll cut me as a person. He'll cut you. Yeah. <laughs> he'll cut like, you like, for like, being a hazy wait, brewer. I, yeah. Somebody's oh, get. Somebody's well, get murdered. You don't tell him who you are. Yeah, yeah. He'll cut you. He'll cut you. <laughs> I think is what you said. It's like that's scary. He yeah. sounds like a murderer. He is. Yeah. yeah. I think he is. I think no, he's it, genuinely a murderer. Just tell him you make. Hazy IPA, okay. and that you're with Bissell Brewery, and then he'll tease you, and it'll be lots of fun, actually. Oh yeah, if he teases <laughs> then he'll love you in the end. We want to tease you. He likes you. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Let's let, speaking of teasing, uh, let's drink the second beer. What, what what is it again? I forget. Someone that tell me. Should be our uh, Diavoletto. Yeah, yeah. So like our three uh, percent hoppy ale. Three yeah. percent. Yep. Are you sure about that? Because uh, that's right up his alley. That's that, that's. That's too but far up my alley, to be honest with you. So far, when you backed it again, Jason. Back down yeah. that alley. But it's a little so far, bit. not his alley too. So I, I, you know, it's maybe it's kind of his alley. <laughs> we'll, if you look, we'll find out, things. man. Yeah. And this is uh, what hops are in this? Uh, this has citra, mosaic, and lemon drop. Do you have a favorite kind of blend of hops that you use with these beers? What do you look for? In hops, I guess is a better question. Um. Really depends on the the goal, the end goal of the beer. We, in comparison to other breweries that you might lump us with, we don't make a ton of variations of beers. 
we have, uh, our, yes, maybe our portfolios. Again, I fucking sound like an SKU guy, but I, I don't mean a lot. I don't know what other word it is. Like I, the beers we make. I, Line you know, up. Uh, portfolio. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't mean, sweat it, yeah. man. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. You're, um, you're not just, giving off the douchey it's vibe. It's not don't how I think, yeah. yeah. Um, this guy's all business. What's going on? Wow. <laughs> yeah. He won't stop handing out business cards. He's telling me really hard on Yeah, where are the handles at? We need to spread in here. What's my footprint? We want to be in 50 states by the end of the year. I only see three out. handles yeah. out there. What's yeah. the problem? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it really depends on the – we don't have – we maybe have go-to hops as in mm-hmm. uh, good blending hops that are, you know, characterful, but they also blend with a lot of different varieties. But we don't have, like, go-to combinations per se that would deviate from – Every brewery ever <laughs> right. making, making hoppy beers, so it'll, yeah. it'll just vary kind of what it, what yeah. you're trying to do. But yeah. you do have s- certain hops that you go. This is for blending. You, would you ever do a single hop? Are you into that whole thing? If we were a, a brew pub or had were a much larger brewery, yeah. Um, then yeah. But in terms of just what our brewery is, it, it just wouldn't make a ton of. Just, just how things have kind of naturally evolved, it wouldn't make a ton of sense. I always <laughs> love um, experiencing the like the very precise characteristics of one single variety. But if we, when when we do those at our brewery, it's usually on a you know one barrel, two barrel type of. We have a couple two barrel fermenters, so it'd be like double batching our one barrel. <laughs> Brew house, <laughs> right. uh, yeah, that's on wheels. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and and that is incredibly useful. But it would be—it's hard for me to imagine a scenario unless a hop was literally knocked me off my feet that I'd want to uh, do that. Okay, yeah. Well, right. of the varieties that you keep in house, are there one or two or three that you're really particular about sourcing, or ones that are you won't compromise on at all? In terms of sourcing, like when you talk about uh, where they were grown, what farms right. were grown, um, I, I guess I would cop to the fact that, like, well, you know, we're not on the West Coast, so like, I don't, I don't know anyone. <laughs> but so, but a lot be, of people don't on the West Coast either. It's not right. just a regional well, thing. Well, yeah, and, and the, the be, best of the best are hard to get and hard to hold on to. I think. And, and to be very honest, like, we don't have relationships with hop farmers. Of like, you know, we don't have one place where our mosaic comes from. We don't have one place where our citra comes from. Um, but we kind of rely on what everyone else re- or most everyone else relies on uh, that, you know, those comes from a bunch of farms. You can, if nothing else, expect consistency from varieties. Um, and that's, yeah, very honestly where, where we're at right now. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Okay. So, what, so what about the malts? So all the three of the beers that are in front of me, one we've already had, seem to be the very similar color. How would you describe the grist and uh, say this beer here? Um, so this, uh, yeah, this beer is definitely the most complicated grist we have mm-hmm. uh, in a hoppy beer, for sure. Hence the, you know, lower ABV. There's more. Drinking more body. You're kind of beer. forced to play with more tools in, in that sense. It definitely yeah. doesn't taste like a 3%. I was expecting it to be on the thin side, and it's it's not. There's a lot of body in there. Well, that's uh, the, pretty much the highest compliment you can well, one of the highest compliments I would say. This, I would say the, the second highest compliment you could, the the first, the highest compliment would be like that's really good. Yeah. Uh, the the second highest compliment in a beer like this is that like it doesn't taste like it is, and that's kind of like we talked about a little bit earlier with lagers is like that's it's a it's a slow burn in terms of of getting people to be pumped about that. Right. Um, it's not something right. you can just throw out there and like like with double IPAs or you know larger hoppy beers. It's 
in some sense a given that people will at least buy it. I've, of they'll course, pay for ABV if nothing else, right? Yeah. 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 Whether they'll buy it again is a, is a whole other thing. But with, with these beers, you have to work a lot harder to get people to buy them once. And then... Um, yeah, the price point's usually a kind of a, a diversion. Yeah, because, like, with, with this beer, I mean, this... <laughs> we don't have, like, spreadsheets of... Um, which we definitely should, and Peter talks to me, <laughs> tells me that all the time, and he's totally right. We, right. Should, we should have analytics of, like, what exactly our beers cost to make, but, you know, I have just haven't done that yet <laughs> in, in some, but they, I know enough about in terms of buying all those ingredients, like, the price differential is not that large at all. Um, you think it would be, but it's really more about the tank space for fermentation, Everything, you know, whether it's 8% or 3%, takes the same amount of time to get from one end of the brewery to the other. I mean, sure, there's a couple, maybe some longer fermentations associated with the bigger beer. But, and, you know, not to, it's just a couple of days. And, I mean, like, um, hops, I think much more than uh, some people realize, like, are in proportionally a larger cost of what the beer goes into, especially when in comparison to malt. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, you know, Diavoletto's... Uh, Three and a quarter about pounds per barrel of hops, where substance is like four. Um, so with hops costing so much more than malt, um, you know, on a pound per pound basis, the price of making the beer just isn't that different because you're still using the same amount of water, same amount of yeast, or pretty much the same amount of yeast and all this other labor stuff. And yeah, cooperage. So, certainly, right. Um, so you kind of have to make a choice on whether you just eat the price and is like you know. Six dollars a four pack, or if you you know charge on a you know exact cost basis, and that's I think kind of why subconsciously I've been sort of um, uh, my feet are, are pretty slow in terms of actually making that sort of spreadsheet because right. I think there's a, a nice middle ground that makes the most sense in, in terms of pricing beer um, where we. Volume such a bigger thing in, in in the long run in terms of in in my head anyway in terms of how we price beer mm-hmm. um, that makes more sense like yeah like some beers we should we following that the ingredient model we should charge more for and then other yeah. beers we should charge a lot less for in, okay if you averaged everything out okay and um yeah, yeah but you yeah. know as a consumer yeah. I drink a lot yeah. more five percent beer at home. Than I would seven percent beer. I'd go through it faster. Oh yeah, for sure. And probably at the yeah. same price point. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, this beer is it, it, another crazy beer, man. I, you know, you, I wouldn't know that this was three percent. How do you get that? How do you? What's your secret? How do you? How do you bring that body? If you know what I mean, it, pardon, pardon <laughs> the turn of the phrase. Body. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, uh, but you sure. know, but how do sure. you bring it? Um, <laughs> a lot of things, um, and that's I think. Probably something I'll say, say a lot in terms of it's not a one-sentence answer. Yeah. Uh, it's not even a one-night answer in a lot of ways. Um, but for for this beer that we're talking about particularly, um, a slightly higher percentage of flake grain than we'd use in a normal beer. Although I sometimes hem and haw in terms of how much that really impacts things going on. Um, I would say, like, in a, if I had to condense the answer, I think one of the secrets to this beer is Carahel. Um, okay. So that's uh, I have uh, about ten percent of the grist in this. 
Um, we were using Kara pills for a while, and then but the idea of Kara Hell just with maybe getting a little bit more out of that with like literally written and one of the kind of selling points of carapels is like no flavor. Right. So uh, with carapel, like you, I think you get a little more roundness to it in terms okay. of like, it's like, it's not really going to dark, even at 10% of the grist, like a 10 love malt isn't really going to darken the beer that much at all. Yeah. I mean, you know, compared to your other beers, it, it's a, a, a touch darker, but you know, I do, I do, do want to say the sample size is a little tough. In studio, in terms of these half-filled beers that have sat around for an hour and a half. Yes, that's absolutely. Not, it's nobody's fault. I'm just, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just saying that. Well, uh, it's your fault yeah, for not bringing yeah. enough because yeah, we needed yeah, to, we yeah. needed to pour them yeah. early because they're true. selling. It is true. They're it selling. True. So I, I, I'll definitely take the blame on that. But I <laughs> say right here, right now, yes, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, there's of course going to be some, just as there is probably with any, you know, variation of a style of beer within yeah like they're, they they can only look so different right um, of course so um and then i think uh you know the addition where they lack i should i shouldn't say addition i should say lack of clarity makes <laughs> uh lends itself to it's more appearance of uniformity okay. um but in terms of the grist there's there's not a lot of uniformity in terms of how we construct beers mm-hmm. and that's also is why we don't make a ton of different of different beers because different it's because it's exactly. a lot of work to produce that that recipe. That it should be a lot of work. It doesn't have to. Yes. Be. Okay. And, yes. Uh, right. We definitely subscribe to the idea that it that it should be a lot of work to make them to make it worth naming this beer and making its own label and and all the stuff that comes with that. Right. Absolutely. We don't have any double dry hopped or triple dry hopped or fruited versions or cool whatever of, okay. of our hoppy beers. It's like if this. We make the beer in mentally, anyways. Like this is the best version of what this should be. What yeah. about let's talk adjuncts and let's talk how to do this at home a little bit. Um, how yes. do we? How do we? Those of us so inclined um, to brew this at home. How do you do? Is it just the yeast? Are you are you pumping oats? Are you doing whatever flour? Whatever people are doing. Whatever the kids do today. As a young Certainly person, not flour. Yeah, right. well, let me start with that. Uh-huh. There's, How much applesauce per glass do you think that is getting put in What do in we here? do, like a gallon of moths per... Uh, per <laughs> I knew uh, it! Per, oh, per got him! Yeah, called yeah, it! Yeah, got yeah. And a bucket of rock. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right, yes, yeah. And, um, no, but honestly, how, 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 do we, how do we do this? How do you do this? What, let's talk about your yeah, process. Yeah, I will... Do uh, so you want to talk about Diavoletto in sure. particular? Sure, why not? Okay, cool. yeah. Just because, again, it's hard to talk about everything. Well, it really is, yeah. Um, it's pretty typical, though, what you would do for most of your other grists, or not? Uh, yes and no, in some way. So right, I, I'll, I'll give you literally the entire recipe for this beer, or any beer. Um, but uh, So Diavoletto would That'd be, be cool. uh, about 10% Carahel, um, about 10% Munich, um, about 10% dark wheat. Uh, we use best, but I, I've just in terms of supplier, we don't actually use um, Wireman just because of... Uh, it's easier to go through one shipment, basically. To get everything um, through one of your yeah, can, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And that's just my my own laziness. So I can't speak to the differences between any maltster in that sense, really. Yeah, you're, you're, you're pointing out specific maltsters, not because the other one is something Correct. that you don't like. Right, right. right. Yeah. But I do like what we get. <laughs> sure. So, so, I can at least right. so you're fine. Up. I can't shit on the other <laughs> one or, right. or say totally. that better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. And then, um, so it'd be also about 5%. 
flaked oats and about 10% flaked barley, and the rest would be Golden Promise, Fawcett Golden Promise. That's a good malt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I, I, <laughs> That's oh, a complex you talk malt, about good malt? Yeah, I will, I will talk about Golden Promise all fucking day. Golden Promise. But that's uh, one of your more complex malt bills, like you were saying that is earlier. Absolutely, the, the most complex the most. malt bill for a, a pale beer. Got it. Well, yeah. all your beers have great head retention. Is that wheat? Is that the wheat that's pretty that common in uh, most of your beers? Or um, I pride ourselves in that, but I will be very honest with you. I, I just cannot naturally. say it's this, it's that. It's I think fermentation has a lot more to do with it than most people would assume. Well, then what yeah. you get out of the mash as well in terms of. The- Proteins that you bring forward and stuff. Yeah. The foam positive ingredients in the beer. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm not trying to hide it. I I like it's, you know, we've we've tweaked this beer like like most of our beers, like a lot in varying degrees. Um, And that is something that I probably think about more than I should is the uh, foam retention. Because I, as someone said earlier, like one of, I think, the reasons that I hate to even say this style. Uh, <laughs> like these types of beers are, uh, you know, have a, have a negative perception sometimes. Is that there that element is lacking? Still, and yeah, for, for me, I'm not saying it should, but for me, that is a, a characteristic that matters in terms of just visual appearance. In terms of like that's going to be good or that's. Ugh, is I, it really? I don't want that. It, it, no, it again, more than it should, but it but it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You, okay, you'd rather yeah. see head retention, like it kind of gives you a visual impression of CO two and other things that are sort of appealing for a beer. Yeah, right? yeah. there's yeah. the physical part. If it's got head retention, when you go to drink it, it, it explodes in your mouth. It's ex- right. it's it's showing that same foaming characteristic in your mouth. Right, it's not just visual. They, no. You get the effect of it yeah. too, as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. And we got uh, we've been slowly getting our beers analyzed more and more because this isn't just a passive thing in terms of why. They look the way they do because it isn't. It isn't like I and I know. Hopefully, I know you guys know this. It isn't a bunch of King Arthur. It isn't a bunch of moths dumped in. It's um, something that I. I Who I got the moths? Yeah, King Arthur's um, good gold flower, though. Yeah, King it Arthur's is, a great place. I, I, if you want to do that, awesome. But I, I don't think you need to mm-hmm. if, if uh, your process is is where it should be. Um, but in terms of, so you mentioned lab. So you're sending beers off to lab. Yep. And uh, we also do have a lab tech. Uh, yes. So, so we do, you know, Basic most self-help. of the testing you'd think of in-house. But then for, you know, uh, as smart as Matt is, he can't, you know, uh, deter. We just don't. I should say he could do it. We don't have the, the money to get him the equipment to uh, right. analyze the, the difference between how much alpha versus how much beta acids are in the Beer, you know, causing yeah. Some of things. those tests with brown hops are particularly expensive and right. tough to do. It's true, right? Yeah. So just a little plug for Hop Steiner. You know, it's where a lot of a good amount of our hops come from, and they had reached out. Just somehow they got some of our beers and were like, "This is really delicious." And there's, it's not uh, doesn't look like most of the beers we see here for hoppy <laughs> beers. So they right. uh, reached out to say, like, "Can we like analyze these?" 
I was like, uh, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like a huge company that has the money to please. Right. Yeah, so what did they that. What did they find? What, what sort of stuff did they test for? I, I say, what did they find? Like, it sounds like they were looking for a flaw, but like, what were the results <laughs> of the, there the enough, test? Was there enough yeast for a start? Yeah, let's Maury sure. Povich this thing. What are the results? all hazy. <laughs> Shit, they're like, yeah. we yeah. couldn't 100% see it. It's a one-word response uh, in terms of the email. It was just right. hazy. They're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're like, our um, spectrometers failed. Yeah. We don't know what to do. Um... So I can, this makes no sense on air, but I can, like, I'd be happy to show the results uh, to all you guys. But I, um, the biggest takeaway for me in Mm -hmm. terms of where my knowledge is right now, um, and, you know, obviously uh, want to continue to, you know, (laughs) develop that, um, was that pretty much in terms of uh, perceived or, or measurable bitterness in our beers, is half of them are more or less half are alpha, half are beta. Is, is where uh, is where a lot of the alpha acids in our, or, or I shouldn't say alpha acids, uh, yeah, bittering acids in our beers are coming from. Okay, and that. What does that speak to? Like uh, late is it late hop? Is that what it that is? It definitely speaks to that in terms of the lab analysis. In terms of okay, there's there's not a lot of alpha here. So I think my interpretation of that is the. The later the hops go, the more it lends to you're still adding hops. So I think it opens yeah. up a lot of windows for other things to happen. Um, Besides think, the rum. You're talking about the cold side now or the, the hot side? Uh, both sides, really, in, okay, terms late, of, okay. in terms of the finished product. Uh-huh. Um, and, again, I'm not claiming to be like, yeah, let me tell you a thing or two. Yeah. Like, no, you're an expert, and that's I, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go we ahead. Get it. You guys are already, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's yeah, you're lucky on beer. The lab re- yeah. yeah, you're um, reshaping the beer landscape, and that's fine. Go ahead. Uh, our, uh, you know, scientists we've been talking to was like, okay, there's, there, you know, there's such a lower presence of isomerized alpha in here that that definitely indicates that the much later hops, true, which is probably true for... Most breweries, period, making IPAs nowadays, I I would assume. I mean, even West Coast IPAs, bitterness levels have dropped so so far. Um, But I think it indicates that there's a hell of a lot of research to be done on what's happening in dry hopping. Because in terms of what our IBUs are measured at is technically impossible for what we're adding in the kettle. or, Or kettle, we don't have a separate whirlpool. So when I say kettle, it's just... Adding to hot wort, basically, whether that wort's at, at 212 or 190 is what we chill it to. Okay. Um, you know, recirculation to the heat ex to, to, in terms of what our, our bigger additions are on the hot side. Okay. Um, lends itself to the idea that there's a, a lot more research to be done in terms of what, what is actually that going there, on. There's no good isomerization in the, in the cold side, in the dry it's not really is- isomerization. Well, okay, beta acids are like much alpha more. is being attached. Alpha happens, what? but beta are are a much bigger factor in. Well, in certainly, what we're anything that has the beer. flavor is going to enhance the inherent bitterness in something. I mean, the, if they match, right? I mean, right? Um, There's no such thing as hot flavor that doesn't add to, to bitterness. I mean, it's right. Mm. I would, I would, I would definitely qualify that, but uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I can't really even say why. To, to, again, being very, very frank, you so, know, it's, so, it's so, I, so back to the lab. Now, obviously, uh, there's things in suspension in the beer. It, yes, uh, polyphenols yep. were probably, I, I assume, the dominant thing. Um, 
polyphenol uh, interactions is, is sort of how the scientists uh, okay. label it. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Maybe something that, even bioactive. The things are some things are attaching to those polyphenols, which is yes. the perceived bitterness. I would, I would uh, yes, yeah. So it's like beta acids are uh, basically the implication for, and I can cue it up, and you guys can all look at it. It's not that I'm trying to no, no, walk it, around, it was, yeah. but it's. The implication was that you're getting a hell of a lot more bitterness from the dry hopping than you should expect. And in terms of what I've read, like I... Perceived uh, bitterness, though, not like old school alpha measured bitterness. Measured bitterness. Oh, measured and bitterness as well. that's why it's very confusing to me because yeah. that goes against every hop calculator that you could Because it didn't take, didn't take heat to convert it essentially into that exactly. isomerized shelf-stable right. bitterness, right? There's a... Um, you, I assume a lot of people listening to this would be familiar with Scott Janis's uh, website, um, so there's he has a couple, I think two articles uh, sort of about that idea of bitterness from dry hopping. Um, and again, limited in just a, a guy. He's not like some in some huge lab. Right. Um, but his basic findings were that you could get a, a significant amount of bitterness from dry hopping um, with the mm-hmm. w- accepting that the your uh, isomerized alphas were relatively low, so like say like a Belgian pale or something it's like that. So the lower IBUs you get in the kettle, the more you could get from dry hopping. But there was a uh, kind of a, a hard Saturation. wall wh- where that uh, was limited to, and then sort of everything I've gotten from Hopsteiner kind of uh, throws all that information in its own face. I. Um, <laughs> yeah, like like, like like I say. We just don't know. Like you, like you were saying earlier, there's just not enough information yet, maybe not enough metrics, maybe not enough well-understood standards for what's happening, everything late in the process, hot and cold. I mean, it's Pretty relatively late. new as far as people wanting to know all this stuff, right? I mean, the late, the late hopping kind of thing has really taken off in the past couple of years, at, maybe, at right? At these amounts right. of yeah. hops yeah. in the last five, six years or so, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like for... Um, <laughs> For most of our beers, we would, and this has kind of actually been slowly drawn back, but I would say, like, most of our, you know, normal IPA, double IPAs would have, like, a calculated 10 IBU charge from first wort hopping, and then, which I would just calculate as a, as a 90. Um, and then beyond that, uh, so that's, you know, a pretty minuscule amount on any scale. Yeah. Um, and then... In terms of pounds per barrel that we would add post boil, but still hot, would be anywhere from one to one and three quarters pound per barrel, uh, which I can't. I'm not smart enough to quickly convert to uh, ounces right. per gallon. Neither am I. Yeah. We'll do yeah. that. That's fine. Okay. Wow. Uh, this is this is good hop information. Yes. You Roy, mentioned that you cool to about 190 before doing your. Whirlpool or flame out edition. What's the reason for doing that? Um, honestly, kind of like a, that's a relative. That's probably was like in the last uh, I don't know uh, six weeks. Uh, just to these beers are, and I feel like most great beers that you want to be really good and continue to be really good. There's not just like that's the recipe. You're done. Um, so that was just sort of. Um, I mean, you're, you're always trying to tweak stuff yeah. and make it better. Yeah. Right. The kind of crux of that is, like, there's limitations to how much you can do at one time if you're yeah. doing it commercially. Or if you're doing a homebrewing, it's just really a matter of perspective, I guess. But um, I, I feel like you kind of have to be a little more conscious of that on a commercial scale in terms of people are paying for what they 
know to be substance, they, what they know to be swish, what, you know, whatever the beer happens to be. Yeah. So we've tried to slowly do that. Um, so I was really excited about um, analyzing our, and, and also I'll give a huge shout out to University of Southern Maine because they've really developed, uh, just with how the beer industry is in Maine, mm-hmm. uh, they have really developed a lab kind of catering to this with essentially free testing <laughs> you know, in comparison to what you do wow. somewhere else. Great. Um, so we've been, you know, it's two miles that are last down the road from us. So our lab guys sending stuff there all the time for just stuff we just can't do in-house. So I was so pumped um, and so excited to see what the IB, analyzed IBU differences were between when we were doing, you know, uh, not running through the heat decks at all mm-hmm. before we added, you know, the, the, the big late, late edition, you know, post-boil charge versus when we were, you know, running it through that to see, you know, okay, 190, let's, let's add these. Um, so I was like, yeah, like, who knows, 10, 20 IBUs difference? <laughs> Two is hmm. what the difference hmm. was, Good to know. and and that honestly shocked me. Um, within, kind of, within margin of error, within a, it's almost hard to say whether. Or oh not, right, it was much, right. Yeah, right. Or w- for sure within perception. That? So this this would well, have one, been, I would say one to two IBUs would be hard to dial in even on like any standard production batch. If you make a if you make a process change and then you only see a difference of of two or so IBUs, it's like okay, was that just a batch variation or was that actually process? Is what I would ask myself at that point. Or maybe you've been noticing IBU every time is 37 for two years. And then you make a process change and then it's 39 or 35. You know, that's the difference I'm, I'm talking sure. about. Sure. We, we don't uh, test literally every batch because it does cost money. It's not totally free, but essentially it is free in comparison to what they would cost somewhere else. Because sure. um, they're just, you know, doing a pretty benevolent thing and trying to boost the industry, period. But um, we've tested certainly enough batches with zero process change and zero, you know, measured alpha change, zero crop year change, you know, all, all the stuff you you generally look for in terms of, you know, what these hops are supposed to be doing, um, that I was confident enough that, like, uh, what's what am I trying to say? Like, confident enough that that difference, those one or two IBU differences were, like, what do I even know anymore? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's hard to draw any real conclusion from that. Yeah, you know? change. Was there any We had flavor? enough of a baseline where it was like, this should, we know what this beer should be measuring to. Um, and and flavor-wise, I was also disappointed in that sense of like, this doesn't was it different as enough? different as I thought it would be for this. Mm. In terms of, again, if you plug it into a calculator, so we would um, basically add these hops, um, you know, recirculation to get down to that temp would take five to ten minutes, and then we'd have a twenty to twenty-five minute hot hot stand, and then knockout would take about half an hour. So, in terms of tried to sort of estimate, you know, you know, splitting the batch in half, or you know, how much is moving over, and sort of what anyone would do trying to look at that. Um, nothing was basically no noticeable difference happened in terms of what 20 degrees should do hmm. for the same amount of time uh, in terms of uh, extracted, you know, isomerization. Isomerized alpha yeah, acid. Isomerized. Yeah, alpha acid and isomerized alpha acid, I think, is in many ways obsolete for anything but trying to look at brewery process methods. And even then, like in this case, it's only a vague indicator of what you think you're changing. Consumers don't even look at that anymore, I feel like, when they're buying IPAs. They're like, oh, YB, whatever. 
And clearly right. they shouldn't. Compared to like yeah, five years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Based on all these right. things you're describing. Yeah. You're trying to affect flavor impact late in the process where IBU is a little bit more nebulous and you want something different, more like flavor and aroma based, maybe your mouthfeel. Yeah. Whereas IBU is trying to tell you something really, really different about what's going on in the beer. Yeah. Right. So, think- so the 190 is the, uh, is the below isomerization number. Is that what you, that's, that's, that's the significance of that? Um, I, from my understanding, I, you know, somewhere between 175 and 170 is where isomerization actually stops. So what if you did 175 and you got, and and focused more on flavor, uh, at that, wouldn't, have you tried that, like in terms of, uh, Uh, certainly not because just in terms of our, uh, process, it it would would take close to half an hour to even chill up to that that point. And it's not even really in terms of amount of time in the brew day, but it's in terms of time of like, well, now we've fucked everything up in terms of what we know. Because like sure. all this other time has happened just trying to get this down to this temp. And you're right still up. isomerizing all that other stuff, too. Exactly, yeah, right. yeah. And changing a bunch of other totally. things that, again... Changing like, variables you don't want to change when you're right, still trying right. to make you're production beer. one at a time. Yeah, yeah. I've, right. I've seen brewers, and this is for like DMS purposes, but they'll like uh, uh, add cold water. After post boil, bring it down to like above pasteurization, mm-hmm. right? So that they're, that they're not contaminating the batch, mm-hmm. but to chill it down that fast, that mm-hmm. quick, like instantaneously, mm-hmm. to eliminate DMS issues. Uh-huh. You could also do that in terms of like trying to get the, the uh, more of a flavor from the hops in the whirlpool too. Yep. In terms of how my brain works, based on the results we got on that, basically going halfway between. Technical, technically, where isomerization stops and where you would normally add those hops, the results were so, <laughs> so minuscule. Where I was like, "Why would I ever try to put that, that, yeah, that extra part. effort?" Sure. Yeah. Interesting yeah. data, but get one, other, one you won't perpetuate. Yeah. Probably, yeah. and it just shocked me. Yeah, it was yeah, shocking good, data to me. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you'll change a small variable and it, the impact is huge, so it's worth right. worth giving a right. shot. Right, right, pursue it. Yeah. Well, that was all really interesting. It went right over my head. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> well, you must have I was sitting here like, what is happening? You have your law degree hat on yeah, Thank you. <laughs> See, that's uh-huh. what I'm talking about. And that could be cloudy. I don't care. Oh, I don't give I, a shit I, about I, it. I doubt that. Well, I that's true. That. You're right. Let's talk about something lighter. Real, just Please. shifting topic real quick. Yeah. Donald Trump. He feels... No, I'm kidding. Um, <clears throat> let's try this third beer, huh? Can we do that? Please? For the love of God. Uh, what is this third beer, young man? Big Small World. Oh, Big Small World, which is the pale ale with all main-grown malts. Yeah, so this is an interesting beer in that sense. Faux show. And the the usual caveat, it's been sitting for three hours. Oh, um, you've heard that before. (laughs) You must have a main maltster. We do, and they're an amazing main maltster. They're almost a Canadian maltster. Are they your main main maltster? They're still in Maine, so they're uh, on the border. I said right on the border up there, huh? Yeah, yeah clearly. Cool. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, so I grew up uh, two and a half hours north of Portland. Uh, these guys would be about four and a half, four hours north of me. So it's literally 20 minutes to Canada or less from from where they are. Yeah. So it's grown there and malted in that scenario. Yeah, it's a family thing. Oh, is it a family, a family thing? Yes. It is. And they, um, they've been growing barley for a long time and growing, uh, but just with sort of brewing become, becoming what it's as uh, they've like pretty recently in- implemented malting to the equation, um, and the results for for me are awesome. 
I, of course, it's a little more expensive than what you get, like, Greece would be our normal two-row. But it's, uh, in terms of character, there's enough there where we would completely just use their two-row, but they're just small enough where you can't do that. Yeah, it's not going to happen for a few years at least. Yeah, I'm just, thinking, just, I'm just yeah. thinking a lot of, like, great malt character. There's a definitely a grain, a, a, yeah. a grain character. Yeah. Yeah. i got to give one more shout-out to you because there's two. Um, You're at your limit, dude. Oats. <laughs> there's flaked oats and flaked wheat, also main-grown stuff, and that's wow. from main grain. That's like a um, basically a... <laughs> Not a malt house, but a flake house, I guess flake you'd say. In, uh, in, uh, yeah, Beth, Beth yeah. could work there. Yeah. yeah Roll with that shit. Roll those. Yeah. yeah. Um, She's not listening. But it's, I can say that, yeah, obviously, it's a very different application, but I mm-hmm. can say the same thing about the quality of what. So that's adding to that. the unique character of this as well. There is definitely a unique, uh, kind of a sweetness, yeah. um, a, different a fruitiness almost. Thing, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say I'm going to say it, Warren. Uh-oh. I like this beer the most. It's awesome. I like this beer. I, I, I had that first right when I walked in and really enjoyed it. it awesome. Really nice mouthfeel, great you. malt complexity. So, cool. d- d- and okay, this might be the most asshole question I'll ask all night. Bring it on. Does it need to be hazy to get the flavors you're after? No, no, okay. it's not an asshole question at okay. all. No, oh, and uh, okay. yeah, yeah, no, I uh, and thank you for asking that. It's no. You're welcome. <laughs> like if this was just, thank you for so saying no. We still sell it. Thank wow. you for saying no. We, we would well, have the question's to, not an That's the craziest thing you've said all night. Well, <laughs> and we'd have Me to, or him? We'd have to qualify just like we did when we changed yeast and substance you yeah. know, years ago that the consumer that's used to a certain thing, like people you know that like our beer, used to our beer appearing a certain way before they mm-hmm. drink it, we'd have to let them know, like, hey, <laughs> we didn't do anything, I promise, like, different. Yeah. Like, we're not trying to you know, uh, trick you into anything, but if it sensory wise checked out, like, <laughs> yeah, of course we would, we would sell it as the exact same beer. It's not, it, it's not an inherent component of our beer visually. Mm-hmm. I think as, you know, uh, lab results and, you know, analyzation of what's happening, mm-hmm. it might be a secondary indicator in other ways, but okay. I can't, so it, speak it, to that firmly. It this is, this it is, is the providing same yeast substance. This is the same yeast oh, yeah, substance yes, in this absolutely. beer. Got it. That's yep. what I thought. Every <laughs> hoppy beer you would have from us in the last two years is. Yes. Okay. So it is a it is a, a flavor component. The, the haze factor does lend some some flavors, and the beer would be... Di- have you tried clear, clarifying uh, one of these beers just to see the flavor difference, or does that even interest you at all? It, it, it does a little bit. Um the closest thing we've come to is a is a pilot batch. I told you we have a, a one barrel direct fire system, and we we try to do uh, pilot beers with sort of, you know, sort of disparate members of staff. I, I guess yeah. you'd say. Um, so uh, on Mike's um, batch of that, the idea was basically to make a San Diego style beer. Okay. With our yeast. So super terrible. <laughs> Tons of attitude. Exactly. Hey, right. Okay. Yeah, good. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he's such a, such an asshole. Man. He That's really why. is. It's like the beer and, version of Mike. And he yeah. just he won't he's get so, off the mic over here. He's, he's so loud. Out. He's so loud hey, and full of himself. Yeah, dude. Loud. Exactly. I hate that guy. He's taking over this whole uh, show. <clears throat> so we, um, and by we, I mean, I was present there doing other things. <laughs> I was literally in the brewery. But I, the idea with those pilots is that mm-hmm. it's it's their beer. Okay. So so it was um, Mike, Paul, and. Um, Sniff and uh, Emerson. Right. So, so is uh, Mike Sardina. Um, Paul Upham is one of the most talented guys in a 
brewery I've ever met, um, and also an awesome dude. And then basically the two guys, uh, two of three guys that uh, distribute our beer, mm-hmm. um, you know, formulated the recipe. And, and so anyway, basically everything you would do to make a, a I don't want to insult Mike by saying a West Coast IPA, but, but <laughs> for, me, for me out on the East Coast. Wow. It's become a diss. Well, just wow. for, me, Burn, for dude. a very limited, you know, I'm... Don't make it out in the West Coast that much. So it's kind of all lumped together, yeah. Um, in a sense, so brewed, you know, a beer, it pretty much in line with how we would normally brew a hoppy beer on on that system, and then um, added uh, the recommended dose of biofine for the recommended amount of time. Okay, and biofine. The beer. Was, like, where do you get that at? Uh, and the beer. Uh, Morebeer.com. They won't. They won't <laughs> oh, there you go. They won't yeah. sell it. No. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Cool. Just want to make sure. I, they won't I, sell yeah. it to yeah. East Coast. There's an embargo. There's like a guy who, <laughs> yeah. who like stop ships. This well, stuff. well, the biofine probably cost as much as everything else <laughs> cost to make because we brewed two. Well, again, I'm sorry to say we. I just the company. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It's uh, fine. Um, Two barrels of that beer, and then uh, had to buy the biofine, uh, you know, buy the like ounce. A, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, yeah. you don't want to buy biofine it. is very expensive. What do you do with 55 gallons? Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right, exactly, right. right. Um, okay, so you added biofine. And what happened? Waited and waited and waited, and <laughs> nothing happened. I, I might really? speak to it better than me. It's, again, not my beer. I, yeah. uh, I was there when it was... Mike, so for all the stuff, nothing happened. Nothing to do with this stuff. But I, your yeast yeah. is powerful. Did you add more, or did, uh, you know? We we did. Yeah. yeah. So I think the original the dosage was somewhere around eight ounces for two barrels, and then uh, yeah, nothing, and four more ounces, so twelve ounces total, and again nothing. Nothing. And added what two or three weeks to the tank time that yeah. a normal yeah. beer would have? Yeah. yeah we that, waited. That, no, it wasn't like ah, fuck it. It's been two days. Like yeah, we got to package this thing. Um, huh. Yeah, all right. It shocked me as well because yeah. I was like, "We don't do this. This is this is going to be clear as a bell, like in you know tomorrow." Right, and that's I <laughs> was was Mike, a, was Mike, it a little bit clear at least? No, not really. Wow, was there, you really. have some powerful yeast uh, yeah. for this I mean, style. Yeah. No more clear than it might be. Like yeah, like our beers might have a little bit more clarity. You know, a few weeks after packaging. Uh, sorry, a uh, few more weeks after packaging than mm-hmm. they would on, you know, keg day or, or, you know, canning day. But generally for, you know, say substance, that haze is pretty permanent after that two or three weeks time frame. Yeah. Um, and that was yeah what I, from the outside, witnessed with that beer. No, the, uh, the beer was yeah. very reflective of what I was familiar with at yep. Society. And, like, the very, very last keg of that beer that we had tapped, you know, what, eight weeks or so. And, again, sitting cold and just... Settling. Yeah, it was like the brightest. Um, really, it went clear. Uh, no, the brightest. I'm not bright oh. is the wrong word in that sense. Clear so enough. Like the the haziest that pupil ever looked at oh. society. So, <laughs> really? And then by bright, I mean like before. Um, you know, we we racked and. Huh. On a scale of one to ten, how proud of you of were you of the fact that it didn't do shit? <laughs> it so didn't do anything. Because frankly, I was ashamed because I was really like, this beer is going to fucking be so clear. And Paul, were and you mad at Mike that? We're both thought? just like I don't think so. Okay, and uh, they were right. I, I was I was really much blaming. Like, yeah, we're adding a slightly beyond the recommended dosage of biofine and giving it all this time, like. How wouldn't it be? Right, and that is not what happened. So I, on a zero, is what, what my pride you were disappointed. Okay, I, I was, because I was because it was a failed experiment. Because I was pretty vocal about like it's 
No, trust me, dude. Like, like, okay. And then, you know, we waited however long to package it, to, yeah. to keg it. Because, again, it's like six logs. You know, it's a small, small amount of beer. Um, so waited, you know, X amount of time. And I was like, well, whatever. And a week in the keg, it'll be it'll be pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know what to make of that either. Maybe. How, maybe how did you just, mix it in? How did you mix in the bio I don't file? Know. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, however, it was recommended to mix it in. Mike, how did you mix it in? Right, so to me, to me, a biofine is a yeast a dropping a mechanism. Uh, like to me, if, since I'm thinking these beers are full of polyphenols, polychlor would, would have been a, probably a better choice to clear the beer. I, I, yeah, I have not worked with that product. Well, so it, to me, it really, what I'm saying here, no, I, it's, I your, it's your yeast that's doing. The thing to the beer, and that's that's what you want, and that's what you know, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you notice in that particular batch of this uh, San Diego style IPA that you <laughs> you saw es- esters esters drop out, or the perception of esters and phenols was, was different in the beer than than normal? That's what I would like to know. What what effect is does all this stuff have? So I I didn't taste the beer before it got the biofine, but mm-hmm. Paul certainly, and he's, uh, I would trust his palate almost uh, over anybody else at the brewery. Same, um, yeah, same. He said, yeah, it did. we ruined the beer by biofining. <laughs> <laughs> you cha- they changed, you guys changed the flavor enough where it's... The, the, it, it, the hop character, yeah. yeah. He, he said it was definitely um, less, uh, so I get bright, I guess, to use that word again, but less um, mm-hmm. poppy, you know. Yeah, or, less from, bright. Okay. Yeah. From, from my <laughs> perspective, having not really anything to do with the recipe, it, it tasted like you would expect it to in a sense of just a cleaner you know a overall cleaner uh drier whatever adjectives you want to use beer but it mm-hmm. did not look like the appearance that you would accept that you would expect to be tied with that right um right which, okay yeah, really threw me off huh. yeah interesting Let's do one more beer. We have again five hour beer. Yeah, thank God this has been sitting out. Uh, this is like is this like seventy degrees now? This is, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's body temperature. I think the at this point. One. Let it be noted there is still foam retention on this neglected piece of shit beer that has been out here. Yeah. <laughs> no, they still got yeah. attention. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Thank what you what is this yeah. beer? Every West Coast version of this beer would be still as hell by now. That's the double IPA. So, yeah, the name oh, behind yeah. that one oh, yeah. uh, is, again, one of Noah's, I guess, yeah. um, uh, not obsession, but uh, certainly <laughs> I know, that's fair. One, no, of his, no, yeah. one of his passions being the show Seinfeld. Okay. Yeah, so this yeah. beer is... Oh, it's a Seinfeld yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll Pretty let, gigantic I'll let, Seinfeld fan. Uh, I'll let Noah explain it. Yep. So, uh, the I guess I, I'm a little bit worried about copyright and isn't... Uh, Seinfeld somehow owned by Steve Bannon slightly. You mentioned Trump. Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm J- not even going to get into that. a lawyer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can tell you. You're fine. Uh, you're all right. Yeah. You'll be fine. Very It's fair use. You're fine. Your beer's called Beer Center. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes, go to jplawcenter.com. But anyway, one of my, I won't say one of my favorite episodes, but probably my favorite scene in the show period is Kramer's going undercover trying to deduce whether or not this accountant is uh, a cokehead, basically. Okay. And, uh, you know, dresses very much unlike Kramer, acts very much like Kramer, you know, meets this guy at a bar and um, chugs an entire beer um, (laughs) while smoking a cigarette. Okay. Literally puffing the cigarette (laughs) as he chugs it. And he, right before he does that, he says... Used to feeling good all the time. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's where this beer name comes from. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but it was, uh, except for Big Small World, which is uh, 
there was two other hops in, in that, but uh, it was the first time we got to use, like, Galaxy kind of as a not showcase hop because it's still probably 50 to 60% of the, you know, total hop bill in it. Um, but that that's one of those hops that, you know, Citra and Mosaic have become a lot more available to everyone, even in quantity, but Galaxy has not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just, like, no. Can't wait to get that. Yeah. Uh, so. It's very small amounts, and it works really well with a lot of the esters that are going on in in this particular yeast that you're using, I think. Thank it's you very really much. Nice, yeah. Really nice. Um, and uh, I guess to call back to earlier in the show, Mosaic is used in this. That's, Mosaic would probably be our go-to blending hop, I guess, to fill in gaps in terms of just it can do so many things in terms of what else is added with it. In my, See, in my I knew opinion. there was one. Uh, yeah. yeah. One. There can only be one. See, all this really, really broad range of hop flavors going on in a, in a beer like this. Like, and it sort of meets all the complexity of the yeast, I think. It's, oh. really, it's really neat. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, it's a super interesting beer. That's all I got. Uh-oh. That's all I can do. <laughs> this all is, I can now, do right this is officially my favorite New England IPA mm-hmm. because of the Seinfeld reference. <laughs> it's all big. Uh, yes, my ace in the hole. Yeah. Yeah, Warren's yeah, all about marketing. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. you put lipstick on a pig and he's like, hey, yeah. that looks great. Let's do this. As long as it's Jerry Seinfeld's lipstick, <laughs> then it's fine. Skin colored. <laughs> Yeah, this is, you know, uh, it, it again, it's weird. It has the bitterness of a double IPA. It doesn't have that kind of, like, cloying body, like the caramel malt kind of body thing to it. But there's but there's body. It's a smooth body. It's a smooth malt, so it's which about, is uh, unlike a double IPA for me. So it's West like, uh, Coast. about 80% uh, Pilsner and 20% Spelt. It's, it's probably the simplest... Hmm. Yeah, almost the simplest grist we use for any uh, nice. hoppy beer. And it's, you have so much complexity going on. Uh, otherwise, it's almost like, and it's a higher ABV beer, just let everything in the malt bill get out of the way a little bit. And there's still malt complexity. It's not it, like it's missing. Is that is that the yeast in suspension and, and water profile? Is that how is that kind of attributing to, to some of this body that we're, we're experiencing here? Yes, yes, for sure. I think in addition to a lot of other things mm. um, in terms of, you know, it's, I... I think water profile matters, but I think I'm again, you know, in terms of analysis of our beers. Yeah. I, for a long time, was obsessive about you know five ppm's of whatever mineral in our in our beers. Then we just kind of for shits and giggles one time uh, sent you know three or four of our beers out for analysis. Yeah. Uh, in ter- just uh, mineral composition mm-hmm. in the final beer, and I wanted to crawl in a hole and and because they were so far away from what they should have been and <laughs> okay. that, that's because of malt like like okay. no, malt the, brings most of the minerals malt brings in these things it was like why are you obsessing over these these very small amounts when like you can't really predict at all what malt's going to bring to the table mm. and the ph they bring to you yeah yeah and i ph i still obsess over and i i do think that this I still think that's a really important part, but in terms totally of... Is. In fact, I was going to comment that your beers are nice and crisp, which to me I associate with a, like a, like a lower end pH. Yeah, thank and you. Yeah, we uh, definitely I love shoot the target, uh, the lower end of the recommended yeah. target for, for mash pH, and then the idea is like, you know, through. Tweak, you know, tweak, tweak other things throughout, but the idea is like, if you start start there, you should, You'll get you know, it's, it's the, it's the right, the right the first step. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So, what yeast do you use, dude? Come on. 
Let's get over this. All right. We've been Maybe waiting a this whole time. Number or yeah. Let's number get over this. Let's get, let's, let's get to the hard, the hard hitting question. His clue, his clue is not too far from Chico, so I'm figuring like it's that Redding strain that everyone's talking about. <laughs> Maybe Sacramento. Maybe Yreka. Well, we, you, y- you know, or it's Steam East. It's actually uh, a local strain that we um, mm-hmm. cultivated from a dumpster. Um, oh shit! Uh, yeah, so, so nice. it's like a uh, so juicy, it's, like, it's fruity it's with just, a Chico it, sticker. It on was it. this weird company. Very of a Vermont brewery. They do, they do, <laughs> they produce both bullion and uh, juice products. It's wow. like this weird, like yeah, company that, that is melt. I guess it was like a conglomerate. I guess you could say in Portland. <laughs> uh, that, uh, um, yeah, I'll be very honest because I think that it's a part of it, but it's not the whole part of it. We use, I, I guess, it'd be the. We use uh, A72 from, from BSI, which would, you're told, is the equivalent of Anchor's Ale. But that's, okay. I don't know. I didn't cultivate it myself. I didn't do yeah, any yeah. of that myself. So, yeah. so just, closer to the yeah. lager end of the spectrum in terms of its original heritage, maybe. Warren made a joke and nailed it. I mean, with all the open oh, conversations, it's really hard to say because uh, there should be, uh, you know, a warm fermented lager strain in that brewery and a... A regular ale strain, but I'm not that brewery, so I don't, I don't really know. It's just what I got from my. That was what attracted me to it, mm-hmm. but I, and I'm so I'm not taking any credit from that. But I I liked the idea when we were trying to look for a little bit of a bump in ester profile, but not going the same road that I felt at that time that everyone else was going down. Yeah, um, that it was kind of a nice middle ground in that sense, and. Uh, like I said, we, yeah, we've committed to that yeast, and I think the commitment element is something that is overlooked by uh, a lot of breweries trying to add yeast to the, you know, yeast profile to the, you know, the whole package of hops. So that yeast will take a bunch of different temp ranges, I would imagine. Do you play around with that in terms of different beers that you make in the portfolio, or do you like to stick to a particular temp regimen? We, we have a little bit, um, but haven't got a ton of feedback for it really mattering uh yeah to hmm. be totally honest so we'd go pretty standard for still yeah pretty standard recommendations for uh what you do you know you you know dial it down a couple of degrees for you know bigger beer you know you know more fusils but um yeah have not uh have done a lot of things within reason mm-hmm. <laughs> you know within the you know 60 to 70 degree reason right. of uh you know uh uh normal ale strain but I've not like fifty-two or seventy-five or anything. No, no, no. You're talking no. about like kind of standard um, ranges again. Maybe in, on the in two one barrel, day, but, uh, right? In one, yeah. yeah. And, but uh, yeah, man. Maybe on the uh, two-barrel system. But even then, like, like for a little bit, where I've been a little more adventurous. It's mm-hmm. uh, and you know we've all been a little more adventurous. It's not hasn't given me enough of a feedback loop to say like, yeah, that's uh, it's worth doing. Yeah, got it. Because um, I think it does have enough of that clean characteristic where there's. You can get a little bit more or a little bit less out of it, but it's not um, as dominant as um, it could be with, like, again, sort of the normal path you would go. is like, I want to brew a New England-style IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, yeah, I think it's just an overlooked thing in terms of just trying to think pitching rate and aeration and, and the myriad of other factors that go into what's in a glass are just as important. In, in a in a sense, yeah, depending on what you're looking for. Okay, okay. Did you visit Anchor on this trip? We totally did, and I nice. Feel, it's a cool place. It's beautiful. And mm-hmm. I so okay. Another pl- the third plug at least for 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 Mike on this uh, on this trip is 
he was a the impetus for us to do this in the first place. But mm-hmm. so, you know, you might think he's a nice, soft-spoken guy, but he tricked <laughs> the shit out of me by uh, taking us on this amazing private tour to Anchor, where he was like. I was under the guise that we were going to go visit one of his old buddies at, like, 9.30 in the morning. Yeah. So I was like, oh, whatever. I don't got anything else to do. Right. So I was like, I don't got to be at work. Was like, I don't know why you want me to meet this person so bad, but <laughs> whatever. I really like you, so let's do it. Right. And, um, you know, the Uber shows up, and we're outside of Anchor, so I was... Nice. Yeah, jaw dropped. And, you got him, and, Mike. You got him. Yeah. Roasted. You absolutely did. Do well me, done. Mike. Yeah. yeah. Well played, man. Well played. Yeah. And uh, that... Tour was yeah in the you know well I never forget that how amazing that place it's was. dope dude yeah, I mean, it is it is an dope. unforgettable place to yep. be absolutely yep. I'm glad you got to go there that's cool I felt a little bad though because I never um, Zhao yeah Zhao I, I believe is that it's a it's a you know I'm I'm not a linguist so, I, <laughs> so I'm not exactly sure the proper pronunciation of his name but I, okay I think that's fine I think Zhao is yeah. the closest I can get. We never um, was amazing and t- mm-hmm. took time, but we then had like the city beer store thing, so we had to go. So I, it wasn't that I was trying to hide it, but I, it never really came up that I I wanted to kind of bow down to be like. But I also don't know enough about you know yeast taxonomy to or uh, tax mm-hmm. yeah 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 sure. uh, mm-hmm. to be like that's it. You right. know, I didn't. I didn't go in there at night and like you know grow it up. So I, I don't really know. I think there's a lot of miscommunication in that sense too. So it's like I'm sure I was more than happy to talk about it, but I also couldn't really talk about it confidently to say like thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you just yeah, do what you were told, right? Yeah, it's right, like this is right. the thing that we're told, and, right. and so yeah, it, so I that get never it. came up in conversation. But let okay. me state it on the record, uh, uh, Your Honor. Uh, yeah, that, thank you. That, that is, uh, thank yeah, you very that, much. Uh, and that is the highest honor I've ever been paid. So. With, now you're a judge? Yeah. Jokes. Of small claims. These are just, these are just jokes. Well, keep rolling out. Well, JP gave me a free psych PhD earlier, so I'll make him a, you know, <laughs> a, a lawyer. Oh, wow. Yeah, you want uh, another one? I'll give you I'll give you a double yeah. master's. Yeah. I don't give a shit, this dude. It's the free problem for with me. the academy. Right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Get the robes on. Yeah. Let's keep it going. You'll be a Supreme Court justice before you know it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> Thank you very much. I love uh, this new government. Well... Have have we asked all the questions? Have we asked all the Um, hazy beer questions? I need to say something, though. It's not a question. It's just, um, I don't want this to Can you put it into a question form? (laughs) (laughs) What is the dankness? And that's what I want to talk about. Yes. Oh, old school, homebrew stuff. Thank you, Noah. Is this Nate's beer? Is this your beer? What is this? What is the dankness? I forget. Um... This is a homebrew recipe yeah, that I made a triple rock once. First. That was yes. one of the showcases oh, of it when yes, we talked right. about it on this show. Yeah, okay. But it was a showcase of some of the late harvest stuff that I thought was particularly intriguing. It's not really the perception of it, like the stuff that you'd get from uh, Hopsteiner in particular. When like, you used to come on the show all the time. When Apollo was new and all that stuff. Yeah, when I used to come on the show. <laughs> Who was that guy named? When they used to like to call us? me out right now, Jason. <laughs> oh. Wow, the Whoa, full name. Not even your honor. No. <laughs> no. I'll see you in my chambers. <laughs> oh, man. This guy's going to try and deliver some justice now, but he's got nothing. This guy, oh, I don't I got know frontier he's justice. He's going to bring the hammer. Yeah. Uh, what about the, the dankness? dankness? West what Coast yeah. IPA with definitely some late 2000s hop varieties. It definitely was part of the deal there. What's what do you what did you do with that beard? You made it your own. Talk about this, yeah, over yeah. Noah. So, yeah. so uh, long story short, the the dankness again. Listened to can you brew it all the time, and mm-hmm. you know that that recipe came up, and in summation that was 
really the impetus for substance. It's, it's changed a lot since wow. then. That, oh, uh, nice one. So you're saying the hazy beer... Is Nate's it's fault? Nate Smith's yeah, uh, idea. I'm taking no, credit no, it's right Rod, now. That's it's Roger's awesome. idea. Because that was a pro answer. So I think it's really it's Roger. Oh, it's oh, Roger. Just even really better. He was low. You know I want to call his ass. Somebody's getting cut tonight. I really want to call him on the phone and tell him this. That he's the grandfather. All these hazy beers of diastole. What the fuck? Well, Roger, it's your fault. Yeah, but uh, should we call him? No. So that's a that's a good compliment. That's, awesome. that's no, really cool, you. man. Well, I, I, it, um, it's not even a it's just fact uh, in terms mm. of like this is how the BN works. Like before, I was ever even where anyone knew me at all for being on the show is me taking ideas from McDowell and from Jason. Yeah. And from, well, Warren wasn't here yet. Yeah, but, uh, no. Please say, please say was and and you all you know Justin was trying. So he was trying. <laughs> Yeah. And I feel uh, comfortable saying that because I, I so definitely do know the beer is different you. enough now where it's I didn't steal anything. I oh, can hell say no. Yeah. Even if you did, I'd be like, dude, but, uh, that rules. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that that's homebrewing, right? It's inspiration. Exactly. You take yeah, something, exactly. and we've told people on the show for years, you know that as well as anybody. Brew a recipe that you that you know, that you've heard from someone that you trust. And then make it your own. And, yep. then, do, and, then, and just that's kind of how shit evolves, man. Yep. So, so don't worry. Definitely about plagiarism it. early on because it was mm-hmm. like... I'm going to brew this exact recipe. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to call it something slightly different in my, you know, That's intent, and, I'll see, and Nate will sue you for that. <laughs> right. So it's fine. But then it was, you know, as uh, and obviously that changed anyway. But mm-hmm. then in terms of, uh, I never would have ever considered using Apollo or Summit in a beer. Right. And marrying that with a juicy, you know, new yeah, school hop. Yeah, yeah. And that was really the idea that, that matters in that sense. And then... Even though I wanted to marry it with Citra, I couldn't have because I was an idiot and we had no hop contract. Mm-hmm. And there's almost <laughs> impossible to get that. <laughs> so you're right. So exactly. Well, uh, like, no hop contract. But so Good Centennial job. and Falconer's Flight kind of filled that void of, Absolutely. of that. But the idea was, uh, you know. You're yeah. taking the hops you had available to you, these big, resinous, high oil content hops, and then making it your own and making it work. Yep, that's and, the spirit uh, of it. That's awesome, man. Thank and, you. And uh, yeah, but we would not be what we are without uh, that homebrew recipe. That's uh, dope, dude. I need to have a little glass of that before I yeah. leave again. Yeah. And, like ponder this idea. Yeah. Where, like where the dankness could go. See, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Noah. That rules. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean it, man. Yeah. I uh, thank you. Yeah, that's cool. Like, dude. Thank all you guys yeah. for, for well, doing this show. Well, uh, thanks for sharing all that. I, I see in the notes you're opening a second production facility. Does that mean that you're expanding? Distribution, or is that to fulfill the demand that's just local and whatever? Uh, basically, neither, in a, in a sense. Uh, right, well, well, I guess it mostly. Well, fuck yes. me. I, yeah, what yeah, do I do? Yeah. You're going to make Why more beer in yeah. um, I, I guess. Tell us about your portfolio. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many views you got? Right. Um, I, I guess, yes, pretty much to the first question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the second production facility is in a place that, on paper, no one should ever open a brewery, period. It was in my. Uh, the town that I grew up in is uh, super rural Maine. Um, I not to not in a negative way. I think it is the the poorest of the sixteen counties in Maine. <laughs> really? Okay. Uh, Two thousand people uh, population there. Bringing um, jobs there, man. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, the, right on. You said you went yeah. for the cheap labor. Yep, that's the... Well, yeah. I think the labor <laughs> effectively free, because I think the labor will just be me for a long time. But... Um, the, the basically the idea is we've kind of been playing with fire for a while is is, is um you know dipping our toes in, in funky water for a while and it's, mm-hmm. you know 
worrisome in, ter- in terms of having all that in the same brewery. So the idea is to really hmm. have um, something I've been passionate about for you know two solid years is you know a typical progression for brewers or home brewers or you know whatever you want to call me. I feel like I'm both <laughs> yeah, yeah, production and, and home brewers still. Yeah, um, but uh, it made the most sense for if we were going to do it anywhere that wasn't in our present facility even though it was two and a half hours away it, it the only other place to do it was in in milo um so that's really what that's gonna that's what, what are you doing there um we have not so basically we um we scaled up to we start again started with a 10 barrel system uh rode that for a while and then uh, swapped that out with a 20 barrel system and um that's what you're on now yeah okay so swap that out and so didn't have to swap out fermenters or anything like that just the the brew house um so swap put in the 20 barrel and then ship the 10 barrel up to milo um so that's been there for a while um so it'd be a 10 barrel kit and then a couple a uh, couple fbs but mostly oak and in terms of just um you know, a playground in a sense. Yeah, playground in the most important sense. But it'll be mostly, uh, yeah, mostly funky beer uh, brewed there. And okay, you go on, you go on a sour route. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We got a two and a half hour drive. You could decontaminate in that distance. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. We. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of time for podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how cloudy are they going to be? Um, Those are going to be clear, dude. Come on. <laughs> no, no. I don't Who know, fucking man. cares? They're right. That's really what it matters. And how that's good, a, how good are the beers going to be? Well, right. Yeah. And, and really, that's the sense that that I get out of all this. And so I don't want to, you know, I have a bunch of questions, but just for my own personal edification, I'm, I'm not going to ask them because it's just belaboring the point about the haze thing or whatever. But I appreciate the fact that you are just trying to make beer that tastes good and you don't really give a shit what people call it or how it how it looks, I guess. You know, hazy or not, it doesn't matter. If it tastes good, it tastes good. Uh, and, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. It's not a, uh, it's an easy cop out to you know, you know, yeah. it's an easy thing to fall back on. But, but I, this I is the know. Brewing Network. We're all about copping out. <laughs> yeah, it's well, fine. If it's I'm easy, right take place. it twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make it a good bit if you're going to cop out. Come That's on. That's true. You know, it's not a cop out though, Nate. And I'm going to tell you this to your face, and oh. I want you to remember it. God good. damn it, because I tell you all the time. The I'm AHA. Right at you. The oh, AHA, is not a American Homebrew Association. If you need to re-up your membership, you can do it through our website. Uh, you can click on the, the renewal or whatever. There's a button there, I'm sure. Then you, you push the button. I do, if, actually. Can Dustin pay for that? Um, <laughs> you invoice him. Ah, thank you. Yes, invoice him for that. Um, and then, you know, you can use uh, Army 17 if you do it right from the website. And then that uh, is our affiliate link there. And we uh, will give you two free books with your membership. The books are Brewing Local and For the Love of Hops. So the AHA, visit the AHA's website, AmericanHomebrewersAssociation.org. Which stands for, I don't know, I'm not clever enough to make up something. Organization. And you get discounts all over the place. Nailed it. That's true. For being a member. You do get discounts all over the place. At breweries, and even some beer bars even. And uh, grain and feed stores, I heard, right? Uh, redemption centers, supermarkets. Cool. <laughs> oh wow! Anywhere. Yeah. If you turn in your your liquor Clothing bottles, you don't get five them. cents. You get ten cents. You have to show your yeah. AHA card, and it's great. Anywhere things are sold. <laughs> right. Flash exactly. your AHA card. Yeah, I think that would be great. Uh, Nate's here with his Drake's jacket on, so that reminds me to also tell everybody to go to Drake's dot drinkdrakes dot com. Find out where to get their beers. When you're in the Bay Area, you got to stop by. Drinks. Drinks of 1500. It's great. Drinks of 1500. 
Speaking of Rogers, that was Rogers recipe. I know it's changed now, but yeah, that was his OG old school. We talk a, we talk too much about Rogers wow. sometimes. Did he start beer? Why are you talking about? He me? started a lot of things. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's that dude from Mesopotamia, right? <laughs> He's that guy, right? Uh, Noah, thanks, man. Thank you for all the information. Thank you for sharing the things. And uh, I, it was really cool to have you guys here. Hester, you too, of course, and uh, maybe Mike, but we never know. Um, I, you know, I, I think uh, I think of the of this style, and I know you don't necessarily like to hear the style thing, uh, but I think these are these are some of the best beers that I've had of the of the hazy, the genre. Well, and so I appreciate style. that. Coming, coming from an asshole like you, it's that, that, that very nice. <laughs> Thank yeah, that you. Very nice to hear. Uh, well, you're welcome. I, uh, that was a perfect response. It pretty much was. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to do Warren's Twitter game. We're going to find out what he's going to purchase for Kim for Christmas. Yes. Uh, Warren has some beer we're going to try. So if you guys want to stick around and drink some of Warren's beer, that's cool. If not, if you want to go out and drink some more beer in the bar, feel free to do that. And uh, we'll be right back, everyone. Stay tuned. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Check out their brand new patent-pending mash and boil 110-volt electric mashing and boiling unit. This compact all-stainless unit lets you mash, sparge, and boil just about anywhere that has a 110-volt plug. Double-wall construction adds to efficiency and safety, and a precise thermostat keeps temperatures where you want them. Unlike insulated buckets and converted coolers, multiple temperature rest mashing is easy to do all for under 300 bucks they also feature the mark ii work pump a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much as well as exclusive brewers edge regulators and quality keg king kegs and disconnects check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to bruise their vast selection with over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions moylan's brewing company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Moylan's. The end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, (laughs) nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moylan's is for you. Yeah. It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome. Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love? Oh, yeah. Tremendous. And it's always best where? Moylan's. you got to try it on tap at Moylan's in Novato. They're freaking awesome. Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer. Cheers. Boom. Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four Pack tall boy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at Moylan's.com. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. This is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. 
You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. All right. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out. A few commercials there for you. And that's, uh, you know, hey, man, if you're listening live, though, you got some meatloaf and, and got some guns, G and F and R. And something right? you called dancing. Some night train. Bev and I were dancing, and it's fine. It's fine. It just don't tell Sam, and it's fine. Oh, I don't think Sam will miss out on whatever that was. <laughs> you just always leave room for Jesus. And Sam. Mm, right. Speaking of Sam... Have you visited the vault for homebrewers yet? <laughs> the vault? What's in the vault? Tell What's me more. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's White Lab's collection of specialty one-of-a-kind strains where you're able oh, to pre-order cool. and decide which strains are released to homebrewers. All you have to do is visit whitelabs.com slash the vault and place a pre-order on the strain you would like to use. Once it reaches 150 orders, White Labs will release the yeast and um, where did I go? And ship it directly to your doorstep. Like WLP 510? Like WLP 510, like WLP 066, which is the London Fog Ale Yeast, um, which has already been released twice from the vault. So don't miss out. Check it out. Go there now. www.whitelabs.com slash the vault. Good option. Uh, it's, quite frankly, the only option. Let's be, let's be very clear about that. Let me, let me sign off on this, John. Uh, we have Kim's favorite Adam and Eve library to do soon. Oh, is I Kim, enter, is Kim going glass, to read it? I have an empty glass, and I see beer over there. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, I don't we even have... have a, oh, yeah, we have glassware. Bevo didn't bring all of the glassware we needed. Bev's going to pour these, so we are drinking Crowler's uh, Warren's little, beer. Uh, can't oh. get your nose in them glasses. No. Oh. I want to ruin it. No. <laughs> uh, what did you bring for us to uh, uh, eventually drink? The first one is a beer called... The Midnight Idol. The Midnight Sorry. Idol. That sounds really stupid. Uh, it's uh, Neil Young's nickname. Yeah. Neil, Neil Diamond. Neil Young? <laughs> I don't know. Neil Diamond, yeah. Some Neil. Yeah, there was a, a Neil who sings. Okay. Um, and what was he singing like? Oh, thanks, Kim. I was asking it, for the can, but it's fine. It, it's mainly a reference to one of Bubbles' cats. The Midnight Idol? Well... Whichever Neil this beer is named after mm-hmm. is the name of one of Bubbles' cats. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's okay, then. Um, um, Vail, it's a p- Trailer Park Boys reference. Yeah, I appreciate right. that. Right. Um, it's a black lager. Schwartz beer. Speaking of Trailer Park Boys. Yes. <clears throat> uh, your beer, whatever. It's fine. Um, apparently, like, giving your kid a nickname is like in utero is a thing. Especially if you don't right. know the sex of it's the baby. It's not too late to get in on this. Oh, right. Right. Well, right. So I'm like, uh, oh, like so Taryn would do this. Yeah, and Taryn tells me this. I'm like, oh, okay, that's real weird, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> what nickname do you give a thing, a, a, a baby that you don't know the sex of wait, and wait. you can't do the thing? Is this our Twitter game? No, but it should have been. <laughs> it's a good, God, Nate, this is why you need to be here more often. Um, it's not well, too late. Let's do right. it now. Are you having your kid between now and the next show? <laughs> 
Yeah, it still you, could be. You oh, never that's know. A nice beer. Nobody listens to the last hour, you so you're not going to remember it. So you can right. introduce it next right. show. It's great. So it'll be yeah. fine. So I'm thinking, like, well, what what uh, what nickname do we, well, you know? I want to want to bubbles cats. Yeah. So so we call him Gary Laser Eyes. Perfect. Yeah. So I thought but I'd Gary share that with is you. pretty. Uh, Sexual, sexual, right. in terms of being male. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. We just, I'll just call it laser eyes, or you know, Gary laser eyes. If you run it together, it's one word. I think it's fine either way. Okay, but I don't know. There you go, nickname. Nice. I don't know. Anyway, what is this? Black lager. What does that mean? Well, it's Schwartz beer. Um, Brewed as a traditional Schwartz beer, straight up to style. All those kind y- of things. That was the goal. Um, <laughs> Did it happen? But. Uh, there were a lot of German words on the the menu, and so I was asked to come up with a different name. <laughs> sure. So black lager, I just translated it. German words on the menu. Oh. You mean at that like Kolsch, oh. Vienna lager, oh, okay. Doppelbach. Yeah, so Schwartz beer. Yeah. So like, what is this? A German exactly. Beer? Yeah, they're like, you're making beer. Stop being so German. Wait a minute. Right. right. So black lager. Um, was okay. less, I definitely get less, the Schwartz beer part of it. It seems so bigger than a like a. What's the ABV on this? Four point eight. Wow, it seems really bigger. yeah, it and it's a lot of good body, man. The yeah. the uh, final gravity is I like ten thirteen ish. I would say yeah, yeah. So, that's the yeah. body, yeah. Um, yeah, it's this tasty. is our, our fall seasonal. Yeah, it's nice. Um, and, uh, one of my favorites. I like the pH, it's not low because it's dark. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, a bitter. It's a little bitter for me. Bitter, yeah. It's a bit should it, should the, it be uh, well to me the the roasted malt mm-hmm. is kind of building on the hot bitterness in this we only this is the second mm-hmm. time we've brewed it yeah since it's the second fall we've been open right um, and I got this batch to be a bit drier than last year's mm-hmm. but I didn't change the percentage of roasted malt year okay. over year and right. so the one note I one takeaway I have for this batch is to next year reduce the roasted malt a little bit. Right, because I think it's a Which bit will too also roasty. Reduce the bite, exactly. The, the perceived, perceived bitterness. bitterness. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. But, well, it's tasty, man. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, because the, the difference you made, that change yeah. you made, that's great. Just a slight lingering roastiness, but that's you know like a fine tuning thing. It's still a really, really clean, super well fermented beer. Yeah, I I enjoy it, especially with the weather actually getting colder finally. Yeah, people like yeah. dark beer when it turns cold. Yeah, you should bring more of this uh, for me tomorrow. Okay. If we see each other tomorrow. <laughs> we might see each other tomorrow night. We do. We will, actually. I got an email. Oh, we are doing that tomorrow yes. night? All right. Oh, I like meetup sex. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's, that's happening tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Recovery <laughs> tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we're recording our Heads and Tails podcast, oh, right? Yes. So how many you got in the bank? I mean, how many have you done? Well, we had three, and you, then... And you keep them all, or are you going to throw a couple away? Are they leaving? <laughs> no. Mike's not leaving. Um, anyway, no. Um, and then we had a technical issue, so we have to, like, re-interview the guest for half of the show. It's a big pain in the ass. That's why you have... Yeah, that's why you... Uh, yeah, get it. it was uh, Lost Spirits out of uh, Los Angeles. Oh. And uh, you don't like PD Smoky. Do you guys like... I don't drink any hard alcohol. I do? I do. You should try oh. some of this. Yeah. Anyway, that's a really good uh, beer, Warren. Thank you very much. What, what oh, else do you're you have? Welcome. Let's uh, do then we actually have the Christmas or holiday beer, depending on what your uh, persuasion is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be a Kwanzaa beer. It could be a Hanukkah beer. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but it's a, a Doppelbach, officially, called AC Slator. Because you're a 
tour. I can't even it? say the word that you are right now. <laughs> Bev notes because I was saying it earlier in the day. Yeah, yeah. that's what you are. Okay. You're one of I'm those. One of those. Yes. Okay. AC sleigh tour. Yeah. Like, is this like a like a snow sleigh sleigh tour kind of thing? Right. right. It's spelt sleigh like the snow snow sleigh. Yeah. Um, like Salvatore. Right. Or, it, yeah, exactly. Because German sure. Doppelbox and t- historically in tour, yeah. t- tour, and so sleigh like Christmas. Sometimes, and do you ever think that you're maybe too clever for your own good? Sometimes. No, I don't think so. Mm. Well. <laughs> Well, what, AC what, was what Italian, ties yes. it all together is the fact that we have a picture of Mario Lopez in a Santa hat, shirtless, standing in a pool of water wearing jeans. I'd buy it. <laughs> Sold. Yeah. That, um, that's yeah. what ties it all together. That's what you're worried about is tying that's it all together. Yeah, that's what really helps it, it sell well with all of the uh, cougars in Los Gatos. So what's, what's, how do you make, why is this a Christmas beer? It looks great. It smells uh, the only thing that makes it a Christmas beer is that it's a Doppelbach, which is typically brewed around yeah. seasonally in Arguably. Christmas. Okay. Yeah. You didn't add any spices. Oh, really. no. No, I wanted it to taste good, so I didn't yeah. add any spices. <laughs> I live by your rule, Warren. Yeah. Your yeah. um, it tastes a little bitter. Um, a little bitter. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm totally oh. joking <laughs> because it seems like for the every every beer you bring in, it's always like they taste a little bitter. It might be yeah. too fresh. Sometimes the bitterness is like up front. Damn it, Warren! Fresh. This is good too. That's actually good. Oh beer. wow! Thank you. Yeah, they're uh, both good, man. Yeah, so this is a 7.2 uh, Doppelbach. Um, oh, wow, that's nice. Just traditional six week lagering process. Um, yeah, yeah. Sit, sit down here, no. Po- yeah, get some get some beer for the homie, dude. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, bro, it's all good. Bev, would you? Well, here, well, he can do it. He can do. It. He has hands. He has two hands. He can do it. It's fine. Yeah, that's a nice level. Yeah. Is there a good dose of Weirman Munich in here? Uh, uh, yes, Schwartz uh, beer. Yep. So the uh, malt bill for this is uh, for the Schwartz beer. No, uh, for the double bar. Double bar. Okay. Right. Um, is some Karaminik three, Pilsner, uh, and some uh, Munich. Munich okay. one, all Weirman. All right, Munich one. Weirman. got this yeah. distinct taste of Munich one. Yeah, like, in this really wonderful way. It's nice. Yeah, that's good, um, man. I like yeah. that. Um, good work. Thank you. To me, it's a good Christmas beer. Doppelbach. Just because it's strong, yeah. caramely, yeah, but not really sweet. What's the ABV on this motherfucker? Seven point two. Nice. Yeah. Is that within style? Barely. It's God on the low damn. side. Thank you for that. Because yeah, you're welcome. You gotta throw a six in like the freezer there at the restaurant. Yep, the keep it up. keep it for later. Ice box. Yeah. Totally tasty. This would taste really good with that yeah, really pre treatment. Nice. Yeah, I could maybe do that. You should do that <laughs> if it wasn't illegal. Isn't it illegal? I mean, I, well, I wouldn't sell it. Wouldn't, I don't know what happened to it. Yeah, you know, right. go like the Santa Claus route with this profile would be great. Right. That's tasty. Yeah. 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 I thought bring a. Christmas beer for the Christmas episode. It's really good. <laughs> this is it. Oh, that's right. This is our last. Uh, it's our last show un- Christmas. until the fifteenth yeah. of for the year. January. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Well, well in the next year, two thousand twenty-five. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. We're actually taking eight years off. It's going to be amazing. Man, I'm going to Iceland. So. <laughs> I'm not. These are these are very good. Warren, no, you're not. Uh, you know, it, you can. Well, you can't even see through it, so it's right up your alley. <laughs> It's exactly what oh, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, thank, thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome, man. It's crystal clear. This is, this is really delicious. Yeah, yeah. Well, Isn't that man. great? Yeah. After all those IPAs. Where's Sardina? 
What are you Eric. Do? Eric, get the out of here. Happening. We sent him out for Chinese. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Eric, Mike's meeting all the people out there, probably. Oh. Doing the meet and greet. Representing. That's what yeah. he does. All right. Better than anyone. Uh, that's true. He's a good dude. Uh, okay. Uh, anything, job, anything else Twice. impressive about your beer? Or, or? <laughs> Got a third beer? Yeah. No, no, How long have you been homebrewing? What? Uh, uh, so when you open the okay, when you open the yeah. Uh, no, thank you very much, Warren. Are these the same welcome. yeast? We could let's go one. Yes. Let's go one technical round here. Actually, uh, <laughs> the yeast for the Doppelbach came from the Schwartz beer. So nice. Uh, because of tank space and fermentation time. We've only been able to get three rounds of yeast, or three generations of yeast with our lager strain before we just run out of space. Um, you so, want to give a shout out to your favorite lager strain on these? Uh, uh, well, ones, this, so far we've only been using uh, White Labs 830. So this is just their go-to Straight lager. 830. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, Mike, here, have some beer. Or turn over the, the ferments faster. That's a beer. This can is a beer can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this um, can is a I'd beer can. I'd rather get more fermenters and give the lager the right amount of time room, it should have. Have you got room? Have you got room for more fermenters? <laughs> uh, we have room to expand the size, so we're gonna we're always oh. gonna be limited to five. Uh, but right now we have a mix of ten barrel and twenty barrel fermenters. We can go taller. So exactly, we can go taller and we can go a little bit wider. Um, and is management open to that kind of thing? Or yeah, cool. and it's going to happen. Okay, um, but it's. We also have uh, serving vessels that can get expanded as well, up to 20 barrels. Um, so it'll, it'll be something that'll happen so- sooner rather than later. Cool. And, and the, so that will allow us to also brew more lagers as well, in addition to more ales. So in the business side, is everybody happy with the beer sales and the margin contribution and all that? Uh, yeah. From what you know? As far yes, yeah. as far I mean, as I know. Um, yeah. I mean, your I mean, our our so. sales have actually gone up. Let's see. We're up over uh, 33% from last year. Nice. Um, wow. and, and actually, the sales mix, the, the loggers are increasing. And nice. It, yeah. So Make it, more of those. It, it, it does help that the brewery that was in Las Gatos before us was a German lager house. So I think that, that audience is there. I think they've had sword spears and double box like you're, you're presenting here? Or? Uh, I have no or idea. they like loggers, light loggers and stuff. Uh, I have no idea. I only went to the Las Gatos Brewing Company once, and that was well, years ago. That? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being there, and that's about as much as I remember. Well, you know what I remember oh. is using Beersmith because once you use Beersmith, it's so unforgettable you can't help but remember it. Like you do. <laughs> right. So go to beersmith.com, get your 21-day free trial, uh, and then you're going to forget um, all about the any other sort of myriad of, uh, of uh, uh, I want to say relationship, but that's not the word I'm looking for, of, of uh, beer calculating softwares out there. There's a yeah. bunch of them out there, but Beersmith is the best. We all know that. It's, uh, you know, it's the greatest. Yeah. So check it out. It's free for 21 days. If you don't like it, you're not out anything. You'll forget how to use your abacus. Isn't it myriad software? Oh, fuck shit. you. And fuck <laughs> Justin for saying that. God. The one thing I do good in the universe. He had to fucking pull his pants down and... Well, you're not... Neither of you are wrong. You know what, right? Warren? You don't have a microphone anymore. That's done. You're, yes, you can go home now. It's fine. Uh, let's do the Twitter game. What was the Twitter game, and who's going to do it, first of all? Is it going to be Justin? No, uh, is It'll it going to be, be Warren? Is it going to be Beverly? Who's going to be? Beverly. Gonna be me. You're going to finish? Wow. Why are you yelling? 
Um, what was know. the uh, what was the Twitter game? I Please. don't remember. I have to read it. Uh, it yeah. was what am I going to get for my new friend Kim Shimke? Friend is for in quotations. Christmas. Yes, it should be. Oh right. Yes. I don't know. I had a friend uh, tie my friendship bracelet for me. Her I'm name gonna, was Kim. I want to cut your hand off just to remove that bracelet. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, go ahead, Bev. Give me the top entries only. I don't want to hear all of them. I'm not giving you all of them. I want to hear the funny ones. A one-way ticket to the North Pole to meet Santa. <laughs> right, way. that's the reason. To meet Santa. I want the funny ones. I thought that was funny. It's one way. Whatever. All right. You um, also watch Pitch Perfect, so. Ugh. You're rude. Go ahead. This is an actual link. It's a best friends keychain. It says sisters, not sisters by blood, but sisters by heart. <laughs> Gross. Um, a variety pack of four loco and a roll of gorilla tape. Oh, that sounds like a good time. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, they get real sexual, so I'm trying to skip those ones. Bev. Pick the funny ones. That's why we're having you read that. Have you ever heard the show before? A 55-gallon drum of lube, Passion Lube's natural water-based lubricant. 55, see, that's funny. 55 yeah. gallons of lube. All right. And Amazon Prime, it would be free shipping. <laughs> Correct. It's perfect. What do you do with that much lube? <laughs> I guess have a good time for in perpetuity. <laughs> I don't know. It's not my problem. <laughs> All right. Okay, last one. Um... I didn't say their names, but whatever. That's fine. A fake beard, then um, all he needs to do is get a strap on from Adam and Eve. So when his wife starts asking for a baby, Kim can jump in. That's too much. That's too confusing. Kim can jump in and take the the bullet like a true friend. I don't even understand that. The character living on Twitter is too much now. You delete that one. When Candy wants to have a baby, Kim would be the stand-in with the fake beard. Because she has a fake beard. And strap on. I don't like that one. Are are there any other ones than just the, (laughs) the two? Really? I feel like you're lying to me. She's probably lying. Oh, wait. One more came through. She's the Idiot's idiot. Guide to Reporting Sexual Misconduct. See? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, that one almost got lost. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a gem. I feel like there's probably other good ones. I think so, too. This is the problem. I will go back and I will read all of them if you want me to. When we have an unfunny person uh, <laughs> oh, you're such trying a dick. to determine what's yeah. funny. Uh, do you hear a loud buzzing here? Let me let me try to fix that loud buzzing. Ah, oh, that's so much better. Okay, um, thank you very much, Bev. <laughs> now you're gonna have to tell me who won. So the three I wrote down, which I'm sure there were there were myriad more. Uh, the sisters keychain or I whatever. I laughed for that one. I think, I think that's a good really one funny. too. Yeah. The 55 gallons of lube. It's pretty good, too. I, I thought it was funny. Don't roll your eyes at that. It's a good joke. Uh, and then uh, the Idiot's Guide to Not Promoting... What is it? Reporting Sexual Misconduct. I think my version was fine, too. Don't promote it. <laughs> Don't promote it. That's what this show does, and it probably shouldn't have done it. But now it does. No, we stopped. We Thank you, oh, Tasty. We did stop. We've we elevated. Stop, we? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm actually playing Here's footsie. Last time with... We did. Uh, what's, that's what she said, Joe. Right. Um, all right. You right. I agree. Uh, okay. I'm playing footsie with a Warren right now, though. So you know, right. who's to say, well, really? And that's just conduct, not misconduct. <laughs> well, that's it's just sexual conduct. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Right. It's only misconduct if uh, yeah, I don't know. We're just misters. Right. So it's fine. Yeah, and I'm the one that's not funny. So, um, You're better I don't know, what do you guys think? I, well, I, then. I think the, uh, the, the sisters in our hearts, what I'm was that one? Sisters in, yeah, yeah. I agree. What was that one? Read it, the sisters oh, one? Oh, it was a keychain, 
um, and it's in the shape of a heart, and it says sisters by not sisters by blood, but sisters by heart. I think that's good. I think I think that should that's that's my vote. I'm in there too. Does anybody else? Does anybody uh, else anybody? want to vote for anything? Else? I would Mike, vote. For you, I, I vote for the book. Mike's in. Mike vote. Mike votes for the book. Oh Two books. shit! Now that's a draw. It's Nate, tied. you got to weigh in, bro. You're the tiebreaker, Holmes. You are There's you are no John McClain. There's no good content. <laughs> or no, John McClain, no, he's not the senator. You should go to overtime. You gotta you gotta pick. I can't do it. The you guests, got you have to. Our guests wow. have to help us. Our guests, All right. Our, our wonderful like guests have to help us. I really liked uh, the one way ticket to the North Pole. <laughs> so did I. Are you serious? Me and Noah. That's not even an option. Right. I vote with Noah. We're not in the finals. So now it is. Wait a minute. Right. Wait a minute. So now we have a three-way tie. We still now have a solution. Hester, what do you think? Yeah, Hester, you got to be the tiebreaker. I agreed with Nate. So... Oh, that no, there's nothing good? I don't good? know, man. I know. Oh, God. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not the tiebreaker here. Yeah, I know. Nate. You're in the room. You have to do it, homie. Oh, North Pole. God damn it. Really? Uh, who who won that? We have a winner. Bev, who was that? That was Jeff Angle. Jeff, you are unfunny. Go, Jeff. Jeff, well done. But you are a winner. We love you. And we apologize to all the other people that probably had good answers. Uh, yeah. We will never let Bev do this again. I only skipped like one, and it was very inappropriate. What was it? No. <laughs> Just even like it. it was the link to an over the door sex swing. <laughs> That's funny. No, it's not. It's rude and gross and degrading. You're right. No, you're. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. What was that link though? Can you forward that? Uh, yeah, I'll find it. I'll forward it to you. God, I what if it comes? What if it comes so with much. the book? About what if it comes with a misconduct? person? Hi, I'm here to deliver your swing and live in it until you're ready to. Um, <clears throat> You know what's uh, you know what's uh, not misconduct, but actual conduct that you are encouraging. What Adam and Eve? They're determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom, and they're backing up that promise. Go to AdamandEve.com, and you'll get fifty percent off almost any item when you enter offer. I should make Noah read this. Yes, you should have. Noah, do you want to read? Times, but uh... do you want to read the Adam and Eve uh, live read, my friend? I don't want to, but I will. Well, only if you want to, because it's only fun if it's consensual. Consent is sexy. Right. <laughs> you don't have to. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I get it. You're, you're, you're on the... It's cool. Don't worry about it. Um, so you enter code BNARMY, and you get 50% off almost any item at checkout. And then you'll get the free Big O kit, which is, uh, I hear, Mike's favorite kit. It's um, You get a Climax gel and a mini vibrator. So this is it's amazing stuff here, everybody. Can they deliver in time for Christmas? Oh yeah, that's well, a good here? question. I don't know that. They should know this. Oh, uh, <laughs> I probably should know this. I don't know that. Know. I would I would say pro- I would doubt it because Christmas is right. like, no, it's in, like tomorrow. Yeah. There's only four or five <laughs> yeah. shipping days. I think Christmas already happened. I don't actually know. Oh, I think it did. Well, Happy New Year. Yeah. Um, so you get a new adult toy at fifty percent off. You can pick a movie or anything else, whatever you want to do. You can choose that item. You get free shipping plus the kit, which includes the gel and the little thing. Uh, you won't find it anywhere else. It's on the Brewing Network because we push a lot of sex toys. So use offer code BNARMY at checkout. At adamandeve.com, that's B-N-A-R-M-Y. Um, and then following that, I forgot to tell you guys about the uh, How to Brew. 
how to brew his back. It's expanded. Old John Palmer there. Mr. Palmer himself. Work. I think he added like 100 new chapters or something like that. I think he added an extra letter in the alphabet to write this much about, about homebrew. He expanded the periodic table of water. He really did, and he's a good dude. So check it out. Brewers Publications uh, is putting that out. How to brew. Um, if you thought you knew everything about all of the brewing, you don't. Because John Palmer is here to tell you, actually, um, that's incorrect. That's my John Palmer impression. It sounded just like John Palmer was here. No, okay. Well, I liked it. Um, all right, everybody. We are finally out of here. This has been the final show of 2017. We are not going to be back in the studio, or at least for this show, until Monday, January 15th, which is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, we're going to have Seismic Brewing in the studio. Oh, I always like in-studio guests, so that's going to be good time. And... Um, do we have a Heads and Tails recording before then? Uh, yes. When Don't we, we have Rogue? We do. We have uh, Rogue Spirits on our Heads and Tails podcast, um, which will be Tuesday the 2nd, Tuesday night. Yeah. We're going to talk about to, to Rogue Spirits. You have three spirits to try. And um, that should be, that whole podcast should be releasing at some point. In January. In January, yeah. So uh, we'll see. I think it might be even up to us. I have no idea. Wow, we get to decide? Maybe. Oh. Hopefully we'll do it right. Yes. Anyway, everybody, thank you very much for sticking with us. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Have a good rest of the year, I guess. 